another warm evening in Oakland, California. The temperature today reached into the low 90s. And it is a perfect night now that it's begun to cool off a little bit. And there is a breeze blowing in from left field for this fifth game of the World Series. And let's again call in the voice of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Good evening, Vin Scully. Thank you, Jim, and hi, everybody, and a very pleasant good evening to you, wherever you may be. The Dodgers and the Oakland A's about ready to go. Certainly a great deal of uncertainty, but there are several things that we can be certain about. And number one is the money. This year's player pool of the 1974 World Series has set a record, $1,258,000. That's quite a pie to be cut up. In fact, to put it in its proper perspective, we did a little research on it. Back in 1905, in the second World Series, the total player pool was $27,000. This year, the winning player will each receive $25,000. But back in 1905, the clubs had to put in extra money so that each winning player could get about $1,100 and each loser $800. That was a five-game series, and 91,000 spectators saw it, averaging 75 cents in admission. Baseball has come a long way. The players' pool of the first game was 350, 350 in the second game, both of them in Los Angeles, and 275 in each of the two games played here in Oakland. Though it's the biggest pie in history, and the boys are ready to cut it up. In fact, the city of Oakland is ready to cut it up. They have prepared a victory celebration. Should it come tonight, they'll have the street parades tomorrow. For the Dodgers, they are certain of one other thing. This is a going-home night, no matter what. They either go home alone, a loser, or they go home with the A's and still alive. And it'll be in capable hands tonight of Vida Blue and Don Sutton. So many times in the clutch, the Dodgers have looked to Don Sutton to get them squared away, and he has bailed them out. He has bailed them out to the tune of 12 straight times. In fact, Sutton is so effective and has been so effective in the last two months it is hard to believe that in the middle of the season, he went two months and 14 starts without picking up a victory. Not only that, but in those 14 starts, he came out a loser six times. So Sutton has turned himself around, and he comes in having already won a World Series game and getting help from Mike Marshall and having won 19 games thanks to the spurt of 12 straight. Meanwhile, the A's have somewhat of an enigma themselves in left-hander Vida Blue. Vida Blue, a 17-game winner, lost 15, and he is as unpredictable as the weather, although someone did some research on Vida and his age. Vida is 25 years old. They look back at some of the records of the great left-handers in baseball history. Fellas like Lefty Grove, Carl Hubble, Sandy Koufax, and Warren Spahn. And all four of those left-handers did not win 20 games until they were over 25 years old. In fact, the great Hubble did not win 20 games until he was 30. Well, here is Vida Blue, just a kid, and he's already won 20 games twice, and he'll put that valuable left arm out on the sunlight tonight, which brings up still another point. The Dodgers saw Vida Blue in Los Angeles. It was the first time they had seen him for the money. They got a good look at him, and they know he has an explosive fastball. He made one mistake, perhaps, when Joe Ferguson hit the home run, but everybody was convinced that Vida has an A1 fastball. Well, when you throw as hard as he does, and now you suddenly play at 5.30 in a ballpark that is certainly not famous for the brightness of its light, the Dodger hitters had better be loose when they check in against the left-hander tonight. 
So the stage is set. It looks like it'll be another capacity crowd. That would put it up to 49,347. There might be still another certainty that we didn't have with us last night, and that's the starting lineup. Last night, we chatted, as usual, with Alvin Dark before the ball game. He gave us the lineup, and Gene Tennis was hitting sixth. Unbeknownst to us, later on, owner Charles Finley held a pregame meeting, switched the lineup around, benching tennis, playing Claudel Washington. So today, we filled out two lineup cards for the A's, one with Washington, one with tennis. Then played a little game with Alvin, asking him for his A lineup and his B lineup. He said it would be the Claudel Washington lineup tentatively. We said tentatively meaning based on a player who could be injured. He said no, and we all knew it was based on the whim of owner Charlie Finley. Well, evidently, it'll be Claudel Washington in left field. Meanwhile, here in the Coliseum, the Dodgers, with the manager and the starting lineup being introduced, whether it will be the last time they will be introduced in the World Series or not this year remains to be seen. Their lineup, no surprises. Davy Lopes will open it up, followed by Bill Buckner. And Buckner, the only left-hander going day after day, will be challenging by the blue. For that matter, Buckner is the only outspoken Dodger, and he's the one, I guess, who has put a little more pressure on himself. Buckner is from nearby Vallejo. He has been outspoken, somewhat critical of the A's, a quote attributed to him today in the paper in talking about the walk to Bill North. Buckner said, North could not get a hit off my mother." Well, these things were used by Charlie Finley yesterday in a pregame chat with the A's. How serious an effect his quote had on the A's, Reggie Jackson summed it up, and so did Sal Bando. Bando, when asked about the meeting, said it gave me five minutes more rest. Well, the Dodgers had a meeting themselves tonight. It was a typical low-key profile chat by Walter Alston to the players. And basically, Alston just told his players... You are not doing what you have been doing all year. You are trying to pull everything. The A's pitchers have kept the ball away from you, and yet you continue to try to pull. Just how long will you play in this series before you learn? Learning, of course, is that part of maturity that the A's have. It was one of their strong points in coming into this series. The A's do not score a lot. They do not hit a lot, but they win a lot. They have won two straight championships. They're coming up to the third one, and they have the deciding edge three games to one. Only three times in history has a team down three games to one come back. Three times, way back in 1925, the Pittsburgh Pirates down three games to one beat the Washington Senators. In 1958, the New York Yankees were down three games to one to the Milwaukee Braves. Turned that around to win it. And as recently as 1968, the Detroit Tigers turned it around and beat the St. Louis Cardinals three games to one. It is interesting to note that 1968 is perhaps the most significant year in recent Dodger history because most of the kids in the lineup tonight, most of the kids who got the Dodgers this far were in the draft of 1968. And we're talking about fellas like Buckner and Garvey and Ferguson and Say. Steve Garvey, by the way, the most recent father on the Dodgers squad. His wife delivered a baby girl last night. And after the ball game, Garvey, not at all dismayed by the defeat, climbed on the plane, flew back to Los Angeles, saw his wife and baby girl, spent the night in Los Angeles, and flew back here for the game. That puts the World Series, I'm sure, in a proper perspective, as he went home as a brand-new daddy and came back passing out cigars before this one tonight.
You're listening to the World Series coverage on NBC. Here at the Coliseum, the crowd standing, the color guard marching in from center field. And in a moment, Gordon McRae will sing our national anthem. The colors tonight, headquarters company, United States Army Garrison of the Presidio in San Francisco. And now for the national anthem, Mr. Gordon McRae. By the dawn's early light What so proudly we hailed At the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rocket's red glare the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still there oh say does that star-spangled banner yet wave o'er the land of the free and the starting lineups in one minute. 11 p.m. A neat little row of houses sleep under the cover of quiet moonlight. A perfect rhythm of picket fences runs down the street. A finger of light traces the window of an unsuspecting bungalow. Up slides the window. Minutes later, two shadows make off with the treasures it took you years to collect. You walk in just after midnight. You call the cavalry. The Kemper Cavalry. Whether you own your own home or rent, the Kemper Insurance Companies and the independent agents who represent us will ride to your rescue. Fire, theft, or property damage, they'll be there. With professional 24-hour claim service, you'll find it's not only fast, it's fair. An independent agent near you is listed in the yellow pages under Kemper Insurance. The Kemper Insurance Companies. We're with you for the long ride. the Oakland Coliseum on another hot night. It was 90 degrees in downtown Oakland, and the weather certainly hasn't cooled off considerably, even though we go into the evening. First ball ceremonies are about ready to get underway. Rock Hudson, who plays the police commissioner of San Francisco in the television series McMillan and Wife, will throw out the first ball. Gordon McRae has sung the national anthem. The umpires, Andy Olson of the National League, will be behind the plate. Ron Luciano at first, Tom Gorman at second, 
Bill Kunkel of the American League at third. On the foul lines, Don Denkinger will be on the right field foul line. Doug Harvey of the National League will be on the left field foul line. Vida Blue has concluded his warm-up. Don Sutton, however, is still throwing in the Dodger bullpen. They're talking about starting pitching. You see that all the time in the World Series, but you don't see finishing pitching. The last time we have had a complete game in the World Series was in 1971, when the Pittsburgh Pirates had right-hander Steve Blass start and finish a World Series game and beat Baltimore 2-1. to So we'll see whether that holds up or not. Talking about holding up, it's the same story for relief pitchers, Raleigh Fingers. He made his third relief appearance of the series. That extends his own World Series record, 15. And, of course, Mike Marshall continues to show up in every Dodger ball game, and that's certainly not news. But news is this is game number five of the World Series between the Dodgers and the A's. If the Dodgers lose, it's over. If the Dodgers win, we'll go back to Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles. We'll pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to WTHI, Terre Haute, currently 64 degrees at 7.30. Well, here's the Coliseum, the Oakland Alameda County Coliseum. The Oakland A's have taken the field. And now for the starting lineups and the play-by-play, here's Jim Simpson. All right, Ben Scully. Ryder Blue now on the mound, about to take his warm-ups along with Ray Fossey. At first base tonight, the same lineup as last night, Joe Rudy is over there. Gene Tennis is in the dugout, and Tennis, after being benched last night and last of the season, said that he raged and was enraged throughout the entire ballgame. He saw some action defensively in the ninth inning last night, but Tennis again tonight, home run hitter, hero of two World Series ago, is on the bench. So the left fielder, Joe Rudy, an excellent left fielder, is again called on to play at first base. Nick Green, Greeny, three double plays two nights ago, and last night, of course, a game-ending double play that was a super dive to his right to shut down the rally of the Dodgers in the ninth inning as Oakland won that ball game 5-2. Campanaris at shortstop, Sal Bando got his first base hit. A line drive single to right when Jam last night drove in his first run of the ball game as a third. Cornell Washington again out in left field. Billy North credited with not much hitting but some super catches thus far is in center field. Reggie Jackson, apparently nearly completely back from a hamstring pull, is in right field. And Blue, Fossey, and Bando now talking before throwing the first pitch to Davey Lopes. To be followed by Bill Buckner and Jimmy Wynn. Game number five. Lopes has had two hits and 16 trips. A 266 hitter during the regular season, a speedster who bats from the right side. Lopes, on the first pitch of the game, looks down to Tom Lasorda, the coach at third base. And now steps in. Blue, of course, has the fastball. Several different kinds of fastballs. Ferguson hit him with a high inside fastball. He likes to keep it away and low if he can. Lopes swinging on a fastball, fouls it off to the right. Blue is much more effective, as you would think, when his fastball is down low. If the Dodgers didn't believe that, they began to believe it when Ferguson got one inside and high and belted it at least 420 feet for a home run in the second game. Another fastball misses inside. Blue also has fastballs that run into a right-hander or away from a right-hander. He's got a different variety of fastballs. Another one, and he's missed with two, and it's two and one. Two balls, one strike to Davey Lopes. 
Crawford yet another fastball and misses down low and this one Lou doesn't like. Three and one. Ryder walked two, struck out five, gave up three runs in seven innings on Sunday. Tom Sutton just now begins to take a seat in the Dodgers bullpen as Ryder comes back on the 3-1 pitch and catches the inside corner. That's the fastball that rides in for the right-hander, Davey Lowe. Some of his fastballs move so well, they actually look like breaking pitches. Working quickly back, ground ball. Bando will take it on the second half of third base, throws on and gets the speedy load. There's one out. So Vida was down 3-1 and one to Lopes, then 3-2, and then got him on the bouncer to Sal Bando at third. Here's Bill Buckner. As Ben told you, the most loquacious outspoken of all the Dodgers. He's had four hits thus far and 17 trips, including a home run. Buckner down in the afternoon sun at Dodger Stadium struck out for the only time in this series. He was called out looking, takes a pitch for a strike, and Buckner said he never saw the pitch. During the regular season, Bill would only strike out about once every 26 times up, but Blue has the only strikeout in, on him in this series. Left-handed batter, swing, tried to check, but went around, and it's quickly two strikes. Blue, when he is right, can hang right in there with Don Sutton, who is more noted for his curveball. I was in Baltimore, and Vida shut out the Orioles one to nothing, and have not seen him throw that well in three years. Fastball fouled off the end of the bat, and back to home plate. Buckner down 0-2. One out, top of the first game, five of the 74 World Series. There's no score. Oakland leads in games 3-1. And it's been told you only three times before has a team been down three games to one and come back to win the World Series. Blue ready. Ball is popped up to the left side. Campanaris is there. Back near the edge of the infield and now takes it behind third base. And that'll bring up Jim Wynn. Hitting a 271, 32 home runs, and 108 RBIs. Wynn played last night despite the fact he had jammed his hand getting back to the bag in game number three of the World Series and turned in an outstanding catch last night. Three hits, including a home run in the series. Fastball is high and off the top of the glove of Fossey, rolls back to the screen. is looking out to a background of a sun-wrenched center field bleacher section. Blue stands in the shade, as does Wynn. Last ball right down the middle. One ball, one strike. Blue is difficult to hit any time with that background. He's going to be very difficult in the early going. Wynn stands in and takes another. This time, might have took a little bit off. And it's one ball, two strikes. Lopes was ahead of Blue. Buckner fell behind 0-2, and, and now Wynn finds himself down on the count. One ball, two strikes. And Blue right back with the fastball. It's too low. Two balls, two strikes. The A's have never out-hit the Dodgers in this series, but they lead three games to one. They've had as many hits, but not more than the Dodgers. And that has the Dodgers talking among themselves. They get the base hits. The A's get more runs. 2-2 with two out, and that ball just misses the outside corner. It is a National League umpire who is behind the plate tonight. They call the National League a low ball league. If Blue does have his fastball rise, not only will the Dodgers jump on him, but so will the umpire. Ball is popped up. It'll be playable. Rudy off first base in foul territory. 
chasing it down and has it. So Bataboo looks very effective. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left. On the top of the first, there's no score. It's World Series time, and take it from me, Joe Garagiola, these teams have come a long way. And I'd like to talk to you about a car that's come a long way, too. The 1975 Charger Special Edition. There's been a change in Charger. It's a whole new car, dedicated to handsome styling and individual comfort. Steel-belted radials, power steering, and automatic transmission are just some of its notable standard features. And here's the clincher. Chrysler Corporation's new 12-month unlimited mileage car warranty. For the first 12 months of use, any Chrysler Motors Corporation dealer will fix, without charge for parts or labor, any part of our 1975 passenger cars we supply, except tires, which proves defective in normal use, regardless of mileage. That's it. All you have to do is take care of normal maintenance service, such as changing filters and wiper blades. Charger's Special Edition 1975. A personal car for a discriminating driver at your Dodge dealers now. Well, there he is out on the mound, Don Sutton, 29 years old, born in Clio, Alabama, now lives in Glendale, California, won 19 games during the regular season, but that's just part of the story. He has a 12-game winning streak. He has won 16 and lost only one since the All-Star game. And that includes two wins in the championship series against the Pirates and a win in the second game of the World Series. In the last 32 innings, Don Sutton, tonight the hope of the Dodgers, has allowed only three runs in the last 32 innings for an unrun average of 0.84. He, of course, bested by the blue on Sunday in the second game of the series, allowing two runs in six hits, two walks, and nine strikeouts. He'll face Campy Caballeros, hitting 3.08 in the series. Sutton, the right-hander, throws a good curveball and misses. Curveball is his bread and butter. Say is in on the grass at third. Campanaris can bunt extremely well. No scores. We begin the last of the first. Sutton, the right-hander, right back and throws a fastball, and Campanaris is out in front of it. One ball, one strike. Got a wave to that pitch. On deck is Bill North, of whom Bill Buckner said, my mother could get him out. North has not been affected at all from the left side. His base hit has come from the right side. Another swing and a miss on a breaking pitch from Don Sutton. And it's one ball, two strikes. White or blue, got him in order. Don Sutton starting out the bottom of the first. Bobby Winkles coaching at third. Jerry Adair at first. Yeager sets the target. Another breaking pitch. Did not go around. Yeager looked down very quickly to Ron Luciano, the umpire at first base, who gives the safe side, checking the swing. It's two and two. Dutton says he feels no pressure. Outside and low with the breaking ball, it's three and two. Garvey at first, Lopes at second, Russell at shortstop, save the third baseman. From left to right in the outfield, Buckner, Wynn and Ferguson, Jaeger behind the plate. At a 3-2 count to the leadoff man, same as White and Blue had to Davey Lopes back in the Dodger half of the inning. 3-2 pitch is wide in the short center field. Came in with the fastball, and Caballeros hits on it and picks up the first base hit. And that'll bring up Bill North. Now, North has not been effective. And when he is effective, it is generally from the right side of the plate. He is batting left-handed. He's a switch hitter. And let's see if Bill North is up there to move along Campanaris. When you face a man like Don Sutton, you'll take a run as early or any time you can get one. 
You'll need any and all you can possibly muster. North squares around the bunt. Misses the bunt. It's a strike. North looking down to Winkles, the coach of third, is standing on deck as Sal Vando. Andy Olson calls time for a moment, and now they're going to take a look at the baseball of Don Sutton. And it's going to be thrown out. Olson will give Sutton a new one. I think I told you the story last night. Speaking of pressure, Don Sutton said, when I was going bad in the first half of the season, six and eight, when my five-year-old went up to the balcony and started screaming at the neighbors, Daddy can't pitch anymore, we may have to move, that was pressure. North tries to run again and fouls it back. Billy North in the outfield has had a wonderful World Series, some superior catches at the plate. He is one for 13 and has failed in two bun attempts here to move over Campanaris. And with a two-strike count... Both men have speed. Let's see what the sign is. A quick check to Campanaris at first base. No score when the last of the first. Sutton again makes the move to first, and again without a slide, Campanaris is back. North down 0-2, and, and Billy talking to umpire Andy Olson about something. Campanaris not going. The ball is swung on and fouled out of play. Off to the left. Last night, we broke our scheme. The first three games, for only the second time in World Series history, went to a count of three and two. Oakland won the first and third. The Dodgers the second. Last night, in the sixth inning, Oakland got four runs and broke the routine and won five to two. Now, this time, Sutton simply looks Campanaris back to first base. Campy with two strikes might be going. Pretty good lead for Campanaris. He is not going, and the pitch misses outside. One ball, two strikes for North. Sutton, after winning against the Pirates in the first game of the championship series, said it was a textbook performance. He'd like to put it in the textbook and pitch like that for the next eight to ten years. Campanaris may have pulled a muscle slightly in trying to get back to first base. Ron Luciano has stopped play for the moment. Jerry Adair has walked over to Campanaris to say, are you all right? Campy stays in the ballgame. One ball, two strikes. North waits. again with a good lead again a throw over to first base and he's back four times now Sutton has checked Campanaris at first and once he has stepped off the count of one and two he is not going the ball is hit up the middle Russell at short over to Lopes at second back to first Dave not got him North with his feet from the left side makes it slow roller and Lopes couldn't turn over the double play the American League in stolen bases is up at first base and Sal Bando steps up to the batter's box. Bando got his first test last night. A single to right field with a count of two strikes on him. He was jammed with the pitch but Bando will go to the other field and he was trying to hit to right and did successfully hit to right. Went with the pitch. 
Ando, there's North on his way. The throw's way offline. North will gallop on the third. Jaeger, the strong arm accurate catcher, throws at least five feet up the line toward first base. A throwing error. North gets a stolen base and goes to third on a throwing error by Steve Jaeger. Well, you wonder about the maturity of the Los Angeles Dodgers. They well could pull this out. But the wonder before the game was, now a group of youngsters, only three of whom were on the roster back in 1966, would react to this kind of pressure when win, and you're in it, and lose, and it's over for the year. Walter Alston has told his infield to come in. So say, Russell, Lopes, and Garvey are all in. The Sal Bando and the call of strike one. Jaeger has gunned down a couple of men and nearly picked some men off first base. But that time, his throw was way up the line. Sutton now ready. Goes to Bando, and the fastball backs Bando out of there. One and one. Bando with a count of one and one looks down to Winkles. Before stepping back in. The short lead off third base. Sutton throws, swinging a miss. When Sutton shut out the Dodgers, or rather shut out the Pirates for the Dodgers in the opening game of the playoff series, he was asked whether or not he looked at the scouting report. He said the bus left for the ballpark at 10. I didn't wake up till 10.45. I just got over there and pitched. Right back, breaking ball is fouled at the plate. One ball, two strikes especially in your own league championships, you have seen the other team more than a few times, a full quarter time. In the outfield, the background is getting a little bit better. The sun has crept more than halfway up. The bleachers out there, so the top half of the bleachers are in sun, the lower half in the day. Sutton back to Bando, who pops it up, down out of play. The count remains one ball, two strikes. We have no score. One out in the last of the first, and Billy North over at third base. Forcing Camp at Harrison's second, stealing second base, and riding on to third on Jaegers, throwing to center field. Dodgers went down one, two, three, and they're half of the first. Bando, of course, played way around the pull, although occasionally he will go with the pitch, and Sutton's got a good curve ball. Inside with the fastball, however, and it's one ball, two strikes. This, by far and away, is not only perhaps the warmest day in Oakland for the World Series, but the clearest day. Other nights at this hour, there's been no sun problem at all. Two balls, two strikes. Bando with a closed stance, deep in the batter's box. Swings at an inside pitch and fouls it off his fist. It's two and two. Everybody goes back to Los Angeles to resume the series for the sixth game of the World Series Saturday afternoon. The Dodgers lose. Well, we go back to the hot stove league looking ahead to next year. Two and two, the curveball has popped up, twisting foul and back out of play. Ron Say had come over from third base all the way to the stack of photographers down behind home plate. Just in case. Jaeger didn't break back. Say had it in sight and gave it to run just in case. Two and two with the infield run in. And north of third base. 
Dutton throws a change out to center field. Back goes Buckner. He's got it. More tags, and it'll be one to nothing, Oakland. Randall drives in the second round of the series. And that one at the moment remains unearned. Since North got as far as third base on the throwing error. Reggie Jackson up with the bases empty. The infield moves back, and they pull around to the right for Jackson, who can hit the left field and has hit home runs for the opposite field, including one in the first game of the World Series of Andy Messerschmitt. Jackson hitting 333, 4 for 12. He's walked four times, and the only RBI he has came on the home run in the first game. Now a little police work done out in center field. Rolls of paper were thrown onto the field when Billy North scored the first run of the ball game. Uh, Jackson will adjust his glasses at home plate. Yeager, who also wears glasses, by the way, the catcher is kneeling at home plate, as umpire Doug Harvey has done the police work. The Players Association rated umpires and rated Doug Harvey the best in the National League. Harvey took exception for all of his colleagues and wrote a stinging letter saying, I object you rating us. We don't rate you. Say what you want to us to the commissioner's office, to the league office, but don't say anything public. Sutton goes inside and almost looks as though it had hit Reggie Jackson, but it did not skip back off the glove of Yeager. And it's ball one. Jackson, the center of controversy. 29 home runs during the regular season. 93 RBIs. Ball is up high, and Sutton falls behind Reggie Jackson, 2-0. One to nothing here in the last of the first. Oakland leads it. Wider Blue has been given a slim one-run lead. Fastball misses outside, and Sutton, pretty good control pitcher, got in trouble going to three and two on Campanaris. Was ahead of Bando, but gave up the line drive to left that scored the run. And now Jackson has him at a 3-0 count. Comes back and misses outside on four pitches. Reggie Jackson walks. Don Sutton may go on to win this ball game, but at the moment he doesn't look as razor sharp as he has in the outings that we've seen him in the series and in the championship playoffs. Joe Rudy tonight at first base. Has three RBIs, hitting 267 with four base hits. Jackson, with that hamstring not bothering him as much, is a threat to go at first base. He's not going. The pitch is a breaking ball from the outside corner for strike one. They play Rudy almost straight away. Wins slightly to right center field. Ever so slightly. Garvey holding Jackson on at first base. Sutton throws, and Yeager bluffs Jackson back to first. Yeager's got the great move. On Sunday and Saturday, he was throwing to first base, but he has a wild throw here thus far tonight that directly led to a run. That time, he just cocked his arm, and Jackson scampered back. One on the count. Sutton throws, fastball, foul back. Good pitch, and Rudy had a good rip. One and two. Yeah. 
Sutton was almost signed by Charles O. Finley when the Athletics were in Kansas City. Story is, Finley asked him what his nickname was, and when he didn't come up with a catfish or a blue moon or something, Finley said, you don't belong here. Sutton went on to sign with the Dodgers and become the star he is now. Rudy, the right-handed batter with the closed stance, takes the fastball right back through the middle. Jackson on his on second base, went up to the ball. He doesn't have a great throwing arm, remember, score, so Jackson steams into third base. Runners at the corner with two out, and Cordell Washington coming up. that run earned now. Rudy on at first, Jackson down at second, and Cordell Washington, the surprise starter last night, came up with two base hits in his first two trips to the plate, and then was walked intensely and scored. Washington, the youngster, is three for four for the series. He's a left-handed hitter. Stay in on the grass at third base. Washington takes the pitch outside. Ball one. One to nothing with two outs. We're in the last of the first. The A's trying to break it open here and end the series as early as possible. Nobody in the Dodger bullpen. Drive. Broken bat. Right field. Ferguson there and one-handed. Rodell Washington broke his bat. One run score. On two base hits, one error, and two men left. After one, Oakland has the lead over Los Angeles, one to nothing. Gillette Championship shaving is on the air. The first plate is cutting the whisker, that's one shave, and the second plate is coming over to try for two. It's got it! A beautiful double play on that whisker by the two-bladed Gillette track two razor. Let's get an instant replay of those two blades teaming up for that incredible shave. There, the track two is beginning to shave the whisker, the first blade lifting it out away from the face, actually exposing extra whisker. The first blade is through, and the whisker is starting to snap back in, but here comes the second blade. It's going to nail that whisker again before it can all get back. Yes, the Gillette Track 2 has shaved the same whisker twice for a closer shave. And both those blades are recessed for extra safety. The final score, the Track 2 razor effect, two the whiskers, nothing. Folks, that's championship shaving brought to you by the Gillette Track 2 shaving system. The closest thing to a perfect shave. We are back. In Oakland, California, for game number five of the World Series, Jim Simpson along with Ben Scully, we go to the top of the second inning, and the Dodgers are already down by one run. And Vita Blue, who got him in order, will face Steve Garvey, Joe Ferguson, and Ron Say. Garvey has more hits than anybody else in this World Series. He's got seven. Hitting at 4-12. Gary, as Vince Scully told you, the new daddy who went down to see Mama and his new little girl last night. And I forgot to say happy birthday to Jim Gilliam standing in the coaching box over at first base. He's 46 today. Tom Lasorda coaching at third. Bouncing ball on one hop to Campanera who races in and throws on to Rudy. And Blue has gotten the first four men to face him. That'll bring up Joe Ferguson. Ferguson has one base hit in 12 in the World Series, and that one base hit came on Sunday afternoon. A high inside fastball from the pitcher he's about to face right now, Vita Blue, and he pounded it over the center field wall at Dodger Stadium. Ferguson, during the regular season, hit 16 home runs, 57 RBIs. 
0.083 in the series. By the blue, the left-hander with that smoke takes something off a breaking pitch and gets a strike. The blue realizes that Ferguson was waiting for the fastball and hit a fastball out on Sunday. Now he comes back with the fastball and catches the outside puck. The mistake that Blue made to Ferguson on Sunday was to get the fastball up and in on Joe, and he rifled it out. Ron Say standing on deck. Blue working quickly, comes in with the fastball this time, backing him up a little bit, and it's one ball, two strikes. A warm but beautiful day at Oakland, California. The sun is still out, shining brightly on the mountains beyond center field. Blue... Throws a breaking ball that hits the center field and tails away from Billy North. And Ferguson picks up the first base hit and becomes the first base runner for the Dodgers. So the Dodgers have the tying run on with Ron Say due up. At 1.43, two hits and 14 attempts. The Penguins. Say, as outspoken as Buckner is about the A's, indicating many times that it has been luck the way they're winning. Say, on the other hand, has been most gracious in all of his remarks and respects the A's very much. In each of the four previous games, remember, the team that has scored first has gone on to win the ball game. And Oakland has scored first. If you're superstitious or follow such things, Say hits one off the fist and fouls it back. And if you are superstitious, Don Sutton who was deceived by a throwing error and gave up a run which was earned in the first inning, is trying for his 13th consecutive win. What do they call that? Triscodectophobia? The fear of the number 13. Blue back with a fastball, misses outside, and Fossey trots out to say something to him as the count goes to one ball, one strike. To Ron Say with Bill Russell on deck. back now and now the background for the hitters is pretty good this ball game about a half an hour old and at last the center field bleachers are entirely in the shade say curveball stays high and away and it's two and one open one dodges nothing in the top of the second throws fastball line to left field base hit one hop to Cardell Washington stopping at second is Joe Ferguson Say picks up his third hit of the series and now the tying run for the Dodgers is down at second base and Bill Russell coming up Russell with four base hits in the series and out quickly is Wes Stock the pitching coach to talk to Vita Blue Perhaps, of course, spotting something. Lou hurrying his pitches, not coming over the top. Whatever it is the pitching coach has noticed, Sal Bando walks in to hear the conversation and then walks back out. Lou cautioned momentarily. He owns a one to nothing lead, but it is in danger now as Russell steps in. 267 in the series, 4 for 15. The Dodgers would like to capitalize. In the series, they've left all so many men on base. Fastball is swung on and missed. By Russell. In that first game, remember, which they lost, they left 12 men on base. Another was picked off, and yet another was erased on a double play. The strike one pitch from Vita Blue. Another fastball. Hit in the air to center field. Billy North going back. Ferguson tagging at second. 
Ferguson is on his way to third. The throw comes in and is cut off by Dick Green. We have runners at the corners, but now two out as Russell flies to north and center field. Ferguson moves to third. Say remains at first. And Steve Yeager hitting 444 in the series. Four for nine. A good, strong, right-handed batter. 12 home runs during the regular season. Steps in. run Joe Ferguson just 90 feet away the Dodgers have not had more than two hits in any single inning in this series so barring an error or a wild pitch or a pass ball they'd have to break that record to tie this game up Jaeger will try foul tips the first pitch at the plate and it's strike one Blue did not give him the good fastball that time took something off of it that's the way he started out Ferguson, and then Ferguson jumped all over a fastball. He hit a hooking single to right field, right center field. Breaking pitch, and has him out in front. That's two breaking pitches he's given him. 0 oh, and 2. Now the guessing game begins with Jaeger in the hole. Dick Green comes in to remind Blue of something, or to find out what kind of pitch it is that he intends to throw him. Green, of course, without great range. Has a remarkable knack throughout the year, any year, and especially in this series, of being in the right spot at the right time. 0-2 with Don Sutton on deck. Blue throws the fastball, just missed low, and Blue swings his arms, and Fossey gets up. It's 1-2. Jaeger wasn't offering, and the pitch was too low. with the sign from Fossey who gives an inside and low target. Throws and it's jammed. Fouled off to the right and I believe that Jaeger as Cordell Washington did back in the Oakland first inning has broken a bat. He was jammed on the pitch and the ball was fouled off to the right. Still one ball, two strikes. Well, it has been since those Yankees of the late and the ball was fouled off to the right. Still one ball, two strikes. Well, it has been since those Yankees of the late 40s and early 50s when they won five world championships in a row that anyone has won as many as three and the A's are trying to do that tonight. They win tonight. They will have won their third in a row. Blue back. Swing and a miss on a breaking ball. He strikes it out and the Dodgers lead two on. No runs, two hits, no errors, and two left. We go to the last of the second. And it's one to nothing open. One of our five different savings plans. Our seven and one half percent insured savings certificate. Your investment will grow fast at the seven and one half percent annual rate over a four-year period with a minimum balance of $5,000. It's the insured, safe way to save with a high return of 7.5%. Just one of the five ways you can put your money where it will work for you. Terre Haute Mutual at the corner of 5th and Ohio. Jim Sutton with Ben Scully and hello again from Oakland, California, where we began the second inning for the Oakland A's of this fifth game of the World Series. Fossey, Green, and Blue, the listed pitchers, to face Don Sutton. He gave up a couple of base hits, a walk, Victim of a stolen base and an error back in the first inning, and a total of one run. And the first pitch to strike the Fossey. Ray 
Ray Fossey steps out. On deck is Dick Green, who's been a defensive whiz down at second base for the A's in this series. The strike one pitch from the right-hander, Sutton. And there's the curve. Hits deep to left field. Back goes Buckner. The curveball is hit out of here, and it's two to nothing. Fossey gets the home run. Breaking pitch gets him looking. The curveball strikes out by the blue. That is strikeout number one for Sutton, who struck out nine in game two of the World Series. And up comes Caballeros, who singled on a 3-2 count back in the first inning that started that mild but effective one-run rally of the A's. Sutton throws him the fastball, and it's fouled off to the right and out of play. Garvey gives chase, but it's at least six or eight rows deep. Over near the Dodger dugout. Oakland picked up a run in the first and another here in the second. Gavadaris waits. Tom Sutton with the ball in hand, always in the glove, comes in with the fastball high and inside. A lot of pitchers do that now. They just hold the ball right in the glove and start right from there. Never let you see it if they can. Drive out to right field where Joe Ferguson waits for it and one hands it. But the one run scores on the home run by Ray Fossey. That's the only base hit. No errors and none left. At the end of two complete in game five. 
It is Oakland too, Los Angeles, nothing. If you've been new car shopping, you've probably found it's hard to decide which size is right for you. Hi, this is Joe Garagiola, and I'd like to suggest you check out the 1975 Carnet Hardtops at your Dodge dealers. These cars are a little bit smaller and a little bit sportier than the other standard size cars. They're sized right, priced right, and styled to keep you ahead of the crowd. So if you're undecided which size car is right for you, take a look at the 1975 Carnet Hardtops. They're all new and are at your Dodge dealers this week. Morning, Mr. Green. Say, haven't seen this big gower in a spell. Nowadays, Caleb, we use our small car mostly. You know, this big engine might not be getting the exercise it needs. Exercise? Hey, up to get rid of harmful engine deposits. Make sure you're using Quaker State motor oil. It's fortified to fight deposit buildup. Is Quaker State still available in most places? Hey, up. But people need it now more than ever. Quaker State, your car. You keep it running, young. Don Sutton down two to nothing will lead off the third inning for the Dodgers. And this is something an opposing pitcher always loves to see. A pitcher lead off the inning because generally speaking, you figure that you're going to lead off the inning with an out. Doesn't always work out that way, but it makes you feel kind of good when you know the man that's going to lead off an inning is the pitcher. Sutton watches all the way and a blue fastball stays high and it's ball one. Two runs, three hits, no errors for Oakland. No runs, two hits. And one error for Los Angeles. Bando, even with the bag at third, they're playing something the other way, figuring he can't pull that blue fastball, which catches the corner of the knees. And it's strike one. One ball, one strike. Top of the batting order, leadoff man Lopes. Standing on deck. Blue throws, and it's a swing. One ball, two strikes. Ball popped out of the glove of Fossey. not effective Sunday against the Dodgers as effective naturally he was beaten down there but his fastball was staying high and he didn't have the control that he had in the game against Baltimore tonight thus far with the exception of a 3-2 count to Lopes he's had his control all has been jumped off there's a fastball that rides in for Sutton and strikes him out looking second strikeout he got hurt the fastball to Ferguson and Say, but with two men on and two out, he went to his breaking pitches and got Jaeger to strike out swinging to end the second. Lopes bounced to Bando back in the first inning. Vida Blue throws him the fastball, stays inside. has been up 16 times with two base hits. Now it's 17 times with two base hits. Change that, and it's a count of 2-0 oh club. Now a man with Lopes' speed with a count of 2-0 oh, might be waiting around a little bit here to get on base and get something started. 2-0, oh, and he's waiting, and Blue misses inside, and it's 3-0. Oh. You never like to put a man on base, but of all people, a man like Davey Lopes that's a real no-no. He can scoop. He stole two bases in one inning of a series game. But on four pitches, he's on. The first walk given up by Vita Blue. And with one out, here comes Bill Buckner, who popped out to Campanaris last time out. Oakland 
Oakland A's leading two to nothing. And they've won their last four World Series games played at Oakland. The last two of 1972 and on Tuesday and Wednesday night of this series. The Dodgers come back. With one out, they have Lopes at first and the number two batter in the order, Buckner, due up. A 3-14 hitter during the regular season. Fossey gives him an outside target. The Blue, who does not have a good move at all, checks Lopes back to first base. the first time that Lopes has been on base against White and Blue, but the first time he's been able to study him from that angle. Another check there, and Lopes is back. Jimmy Wynn is on deck. Right at this time goes, and there goes Lopes. Bossy's throw is there, and he's got him. Goes play, but Lopes is gunned down by Bossy. You can talk about Ray Fossey. Had a great year with Cleveland and then lapsed into what a lot of people called a journeyman catcher. But against Baltimore, he gunned down Don Baylor and Paul Blair, two pretty good base stealers, open the American League. Caught them by shock as the ball was waiting for them at second base, and now Lopes is out, and they're two out in the Dodgers' third. Buckner with a count of one strike. Campanaris came over. Put it right to him. Ground ball right back. Come back here to Blue, who throws on the Fossey. And that's three. No runs, no hits. No has done left. We go to the last of the third. And Oakland still has that two-to-nothing lead over Los Angeles. Winter. Rain and sleet. Ice-coated highways fading into the night. Suddenly, your flicking windshield wipers reveal a shape. A man. You break, but you don't stop. You're sliding on a polished table. The world begins to spin in slow motion. Could it happen? Accidents happen thousands of times a week. This is why you should ride with the cavalry. The Kemper Cavalry. The men and women of Kemper and the independent agents who represent us. When we decide to insure you, it's because we believe you're a good risk. So we're not about to cancel you or not renew you just because you have an accident. And if the accident wasn't your fault, your rates won't go up either. An independent agent near you is listed in the yellow pages under Kemper Insurance. The Kemper Insurance Companies. We're with you for the long ride. in Oakland, California for the A's third inning and it'll be North, Bando, and Jackson to face Don Sutton. North forced Campanaris back in the first inning. When he stole second base, he drew a wild throw from catcher Steve Yeager, went on to third, and Bando sacrificed line drive to left, scored him with the first of the two Oakland runs. The second run came on Fossey's home run off a hanging Don Sutton curveball in the second inning. So it's two to nothing. Dodgers have had three base runners, have left two, and one has been thrown out. Our national anthem, as you've heard, was sung tonight by Gordon McRae, Rock Hudson from the first baseball, Dan Musial, Ernie Banks in attendance in the commissioner's box tonight. Two great, great players. Thanks, a sure shot for the Hall of Fame. First pitch north, he jams him, pops him up, say at third base, says, I've got this one. And halfway to home, takes it. North hits the first pitch and pops out, and that'll bring up Bando. Third baseman, Bando. 
Orlando in game three of the American League Championships, his home run gave Vida Blue the only run he needed to win one to nothing. In the next game, in which the A's clinched the championship, Bando never got a hit but walked twice and scored two times. Sutton's throw, the breaking ball, swing and a miss. Strike one. In this series, he is now one for 13 officially, but drove in a run last night and again this afternoon. Ball hops away from Yeager, it was in the dirt, and it's one ball, one strike. So when he asks Sal Bando, what have you done for me lately? He's got an answer. Well, way around to the left for the bull hitter Bando as right-hander Sutton comes in and misses inside, and it's two balls, one strike. Again, our welcome to all of you listening across the country and around the world as we're being carried in Europe and in Asia. Sutton comes back, fastball lined up to center field. Jim Wynn goes back about 360, 70 feet away and hauls in the long straightaway fly ball of Sal Mando. And they're two out in the third. And that'll bring up Reggie Jackson, who walked on four pitches back in the first inning. Sutton, in pitching to Jackson in the first inning, moved the ball in and out and up and down, but missed the corners each time. Jackson against Sutton back in game number two got two base hits. As a matter of fact, his second base hit in the ninth inning drove Sutton out of there and brought on Mike Marshall to finish up that game, the only game the Dodgers have won. Slow curveball. And it misses. Ball one. Open two, Dodgers nothing. Third inning. Sutton comes back with the fastball and gets the outside punt. One ball, one strike. Jimmy Wynn exceptionally deep in center field. Ferguson way back and right. Sutton throws the fastball swing and a miss. And it's one ball, two strikes to Reggie Jackson. Reggie, who likes to talk to everybody, turns around and says a few words to National League umpire Andy Olson, who tonight is behind the plate. Joe Rudy with the base hit thus far, standing on deck. Sutton ready to throw and throws the fastball as foul back. God remains at one ball, two strikes. 49,347 were here last night and on Tuesday night, and I would imagine that's the figure they will announce tonight. I don't see any empty seats anywhere. The Game 5 of the World Series. Sutton ready to throw and takes something off the pitch. It stays high and it's two balls, two strikes. Jackson turned his head away from it. A lot of folks from Los Angeles up here to watch their Dodgers, including band leader Lawrence Welch in the seats. Dodgers are talk of Los Angeles. Anytime you draw more than two million people for a season, you're a talk of something. They're loved in the Southland of California. The 2-2 pitch almost went on it, but he is called out anyway on strikes by Andy Olson. And that is the second strikeout for Don Sutton. And that's his first one, two, three inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, none left. We have gone through the first three. Oakland leads the Dodgers 2-0. 
There's a little town in western Pennsylvania called Oil City where they make peace of mind for car owners. Quaker State Motor Oil. They refine it from 100% pure Pennsylvania-grade crude oil, the world's choices. Then they fortify it to protect your engine against heat and rust and dirt and wear. Quaker State. Who says you can't buy peace of mind? Quaker State, your car. You keep it running, yeah. You keep it running, yeah. While we're pulling hard for our team to win the series, there's another team pulling hard for all of us. The fleets of trucks that get us what we need, when we need it. Within 20 years, the country's transportation needs will double. We're going to need the best and safest roads we can build. The American trucking industry knows that. The B.F. Goodrich Tire Company knows that. And we hope that you know that. It's going to take trucks. And it's going to take roads. Along with Ben Scully, this is Jim Simpson. We're in Oakland Coliseum. Beautiful weather. Balmy, short sleeve weather. And here it is, late October. We're in the fifth game of the World Series in the fourth inning, and Jim wins Steve Garvey and Joe Ferguson do up the face by the blue. Who thus far has given up two base hits, struck out two, and walked one. Had his most precarious moments in the second with one out. And the Dodgers had runners at first and third. Wynn bounces one up the middle off the glove of Blue over quickly as Campanaris and has Jimmy Wynn in plenty of time. and the Dodger fourth. There are many innings yet to go, and yet, with each out, you wonder when the Dodgers are going to come to life and when time will perhaps run out on them. The A's with that 2-0 lead, and Vida Blue said on Monday afternoon, when the teams are tied at a game apiece, he said, it will end here Thursday night, and I will do the shutting out. I will slam the door. Garvey up, he has bounced out. Takes ball one outside. Well, Vida Blue, the A's are a talking ball club. He has made a prediction, most of which has come through. Now it's up to him to fulfill that prediction. Now out of play by Garvey, and it's one ball, one strike. Dodgers trailing by two in the fourth. The man that has caused Blue the most trouble in this World Series stands on deck, Joe Ferguson. Blue working to Garvey. Fastball is up high. Two and one. Garvey, as Vin has told you, and I have told you, is one of the few Dodgers that will go the other way. He's not up there with one thing in mind, that's to pull the ball. He will go the other way. Fastball, and he fouls it out of play. It's two and two. Gene Tennis, not in tonight's game, said this morning, or at least last or last night's ball game, it was printed this morning, that Charles O'Finley is trying to bury me, lose me as a player. Out in left field is a huge sign... On a yellow background, written in the green of the Oakland A's, we love Gino, speaking of Gene Tennis, of course, who's not in the lineup tonight. Two balls, two strikes. There's another sign here that says, Trade Finley. Ball hit to left field, but our Washington only has to move a few steps for the line drive, and Garvey is out. And that'll bring up Joe Ferguson. Last time up, Joe saw a breaking pitch or a call strike. And then Blue went for his fastball, and Ferguson hit the hooking single to center field. Blue ready, and starts him out with a fastball to hit high in the air down the left field line. Question is, fair or foul? 
It is foul. Foul. Upper deck. And just missed. Doug Harvey of the National League turned from his spot on the left field lockdown line and ran down past the bullpen of the A's and looked up at the last moment. Now waved it. Foul. Ferguson really jumped all over the pitches of Vita Blue. He did on Sunday and is again here tonight. Stay on deck. Move back with the fastball. That's a strike at the knees. Well, Vida Blue almost made a one-run mistake, but he got away with it. Ferguson just pulled it too much. 0-2. Blue comes back with a breaking ball. Curve, strike three, caught Ferguson looking. Or strikeout number three. No run, no hit, no errors on left. To the last of the fourth we go. Oakland 2, Los Angeles nothing. You're driving your car. It starts raining. It's hard to see, so you switch on your wipers. But instead of making things better, they make them worse. You make a mental note to change them next time you get a chance. Then you remember you made the same note last time it rained. You turn off the highway onto a street you know. At the same time, something you don't know. A small boy is getting on his bicycle. He doesn't care if it's raining. He's wearing his new yellow slicker. He wobbles out 50 feet in front of you. You see something yellow. You turn the wheel and jam on your brakes. The car skids. You hit a rose bush on somebody's front lawn. You were lucky. The kid was even luckier this time. But you may not be next time. Remember, if you can't see, you can't stop. A message delivered in the interest of your kids and everybody else's kids by the makers of Pram windshield wipers. Let's pause 35 seconds for station identification. If you're shaping up your lawn this fall, take a look at the sleek lawn groomer to Decker Small Engines. Decker's manicure tools include the Parker Lawn Sweeper, Roof Groundskeeper, and your choice of the latest in lawn vacuums and shredder mulchers. Trim your trees with the steel chain saw. And if yours is the total polished look, check out the 19-inch Solid State Lawn Boy Mower. The autumn bonus at Decker's, with every Lawn Boy purchase, you receive a free leaf bag, gas can, and four-pack of engine oil at Decker's Small Engines, 10 North 11th. Currently, 61 degrees at 829 WTHI, Terre Haute. Joe Rudy leads off the A's fourth. Shelton throws him a fastball. High, deep, left field. Buckner goes back to the warning track. Now, facing it down, and at the edge of the warning track, has Rudy got it too high. Sutton has already given up. One home run, that's the Ray Foster. Otto Washington had the bat sawn off in his hand. Back in the first inning, he slid to right field, came up with just the handle of the bat. The bat part went bouncing down towards second base. Sutton gave up 23 home runs during the regular season. Drive by Washington, that's going to drop in there. Well, Rudy caught one and hit it deep. Washington comes back with a single, and up comes Fossey. We had a hanging curveball from Sutton and drilled it for a home run. Back in the second. Walter Austin is going with his best. 12 consecutive wins. Don Sutton. 16 of his last 17. At the moment, he's down 2 to nothing. In the last of the fourth. 
Outside block, Jaeger has the throw. Nobody there to cover. Now Lopes is down. Got him. The ball got away, and Washington almost looked like a delayed steal. Could be a late jump. Jaeger had the ball get away from him to his right, and neither Lopes nor Russell were getting there. Lopes got there and may have spiked his hand. But Washington slid in. Walter Austin has gone out. The trainers come out. Lopes walks away from him. Shaking his hand as he does and stays in the ballgame. But neither Lopes nor Russell broke to take the throw and then both broke. And Lopes got there first and tagged out Washington. So there are two out. Fossey up with a count of ball one. Sutton ready, pitching now with the bases empty and throws a curveball that catches the outside corner for a strike. One and one. Sutton right back with the breaking pitch outside and it's two and one. The scoreboard has just welcomed Harry Coyle of NBC who was our television director. This is his 28th consecutive World Series as the director. Sutton comes back, changed up, gets the Sutton by Fossey, and he is quickly thrown out. And after a long fly ball and a base hit, Sutton settles down as Jaeger throws out Washington, and he gets Fossey in the ground ball. No runs, one hit, no errors, and none left. We've gone through four full, and it's Oakland two and Los Angeles nothing. Hi, this is Joe Garagiola. Everyone knows the World Series means the end of another baseball season. But to me, it means I can start talking about the great new Dodge cars. Like the 1975 Dart Special Edition. It's loaded with the features you usually buy as extras. There's automatic transmission, power steering, and a vinyl roof. Why, Dart Special Edition even has crushed velour seats. Standard. And one more thing. The 1975 Dart Special Edition is on display right now at your Dodge dealers. See it this week. Today we're driving the big family car less as we use our gas-saving small car more. Now an underused car doesn't always get enough exercise to eliminate harmful engine deposits, so it needs quality protection, like Quaker State Motor Oil, made to protect against harmful deposits. Quaker State is now available more places than ever. One good thing, we don't have to give up. Jim Simpson with Ben Scully in Oakland, California. Game five. Dodgers down two to nothing. Oakland wins it. Baseball until next year. Dodgers win it. We go back to Los Angeles for game six on Saturday afternoon. In the fifth against Vita Blue, who is thus far throwing a shutout through four innings with two base hits, three strikeouts, and a base on balls, will be Ron Say, Bill Russell, and Steve Yeager. Say took a blue fastball and rifled it into left field last time up for a base hit. Fastball up high this time, and it's ball one. One and oh to say, the leadoff batter. Blue ready. Back with another fastball. It misses outside. It's 2-0, and Fossey drops out. As last night, perhaps not so much as last night, but still the remarkable sight of pink clouds overhead as the sun begins to set over the Pacific Ocean. 
2-0. Fastball that misses inside. That's the fastball he throws it right, right into a right-handed batter, but he missed with it. And it's 3-0. Dodgers need base runners, and you would imagine that Say just might be taking here. He looked down at Tom Lasorda to make sure, and he is taking all the way, and it is ball four. Blue puts him on on four pitches. That'll bring up Bill Russell, who fly to center field back in the second. Russell, they play the other way. Russell flied to north and center field back in the second inning. He's had four hits in 16 trips. Right-handed batter, converted outfielder, playing shortstop, had 39 errors during the regular season. Pitch catches the outside corner, and it's strike one to Russell, who was taking. After Say walked on four pitches, Tom Lasorda flashed the sign, take, let's see if Blue can find the strike zone, and he did, strike one. The right back with a good fastball, pounder to Campanaris, Campanaris to Green, Green who can turn it over, does, double play. Another Dodger base runner heads for the dugout. And there's two out. And Yeager coming up. Behind the Oakland dugout, many Oakland fans get up with the Oakland Senate and throw them in the air. Yeager with two on and two out of the second inning was fooled completely on a off-speed breaking ball thrown by Vida Blue and struck out swinging. Oakland, two runs, four hits, no errors. Dodgers, no runs, two hits, and one error. Vida Blue throws a pitch that stays outside. Ball one. We're back with the fastball. Swing and a miss by Yeager. One ball, one strike. In the first inning, Campanera singled was forced. Billy North stole second. Yeager threw wildly into center field. North went on to third. Bando sacrifice fly scored him. In the second inning, pitch inside to Yeager. Fossey let off with a home run. And that's just where we are. 2-0 Oakland. Dodgers have had one real chance. That was in the second with two on and one out. The two-and-one pitch to Yeager. Swing and a miss and a high fastball. And it's two-and-two. Remember last time, Blue got him with a slow breaking pitch. And now it's a count of 2-2. Throws it in under the hands, and he is struck out for the second time. The fourth strikeout for Vida Blue. No runs, no hits, no errors, and none left. To the last of the fifth we go. It's 2-0 Oakland. Hey, if you'd like to see what the dry look can do for your hair, you don't have to look very far. You just can't look very far without seeing a guy who uses the dry look from Gillette. Because more men use the dry look aerosol hair control than any other spray. It'll give you fuller, more natural-looking hair. So anytime you see a guy with great-looking hair, chances are you're looking at what the dry look can do for your hair. The dry look from Gillette. Pick up a cast and take a look at the dry look on you. Hello, little fella. Who are you? I'm your Cricket Lighter, the disposable one, by Gillette. Well, Cricket, what makes you so different? Oh, I'm glad you asked me that. Cricket Lighter is really quite a lie. 
it'll last for months and still burn bright with thousands of sure fire lights and a flame that adjusts a different height. You're no ordinary cricket. Well, cricket's no ordinary lighter. Catch a cricket for a dollar forty-nine by Gillette. Jim Simpson back in Oakland, California. As we go to the last of the fifth, the Dodgers trailing two to nothing and. While we were away for a moment, I turned to Vince Scully and said, I wonder if I've done my last play-by-play for the year 1974. Because right now, I turn it over to Vince Scully, and unless the Dodgers do it, I'm done. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Jim. Hi, everybody. I'm not poetically inclined, but I keep thinking of a line that says, Do not go gentle into that good night. Rage, rage against the dying of the light. And to be honest, the Dodgers are going very gently up to here. Live ball in the right center. Joe Ferguson along with Jimmy Wynn and it's Fergie reaching up to make the catch. One away as Dick Green flies to right center. There is certainly a thing called momentum that builds up during the year and certainly builds up during a short series and indeed builds up during a game. And boy, you can feel it here. Vita Blue stake to a one-run lead in the first inning on the overthrow. Stake to a two-to-nothing lead on the home run. And now the Dodgers trying to come from behind and gently. The pitch to Vida Blue swung on and missed on one. It is not the same Sutton. He had nine strikeouts the last time. He has two tonight, and one of them is Blue and not a good hitter. He swings and misses, strike two. Sutton has done a remarkable job. In fact, there is no reason for the loser in the World Series ever to feel down, and particularly this year. The strike two pitch is just outside ball one, one and two. We mentioned earlier, a record-breaking player share, and it'll keep the loser warm during the winter. One and two, the count to Vida Blue. Sutton ready and deals, fastball got him looking, that'll do it for Vida. That would be the third strikeout for Don Sutton, but you know what they say about striking out the pitcher. So two down, and here is Bert Campaneris. Campaneris is the stick out on the Oakland Ball Club because he is so quiet. You would never know he is around except for his fine all-around play. Sutton's breaking ball at Dandy. Dropped his arm a little bit, too, and came a little by way of third. Don throws a breaking ball slightly in an unorthodox way, both the curveball and slider. Next one is up, one and one. He extends one finger, the right index, fully. But then the middle finger, he grips the ball as if he were throwing a knuckleball with the middle finger. Here's the 1-1 one, one pitch on the way. Over the top breaking ball, drops in nicely, one and two. Two down. The A's with two runs, four hits. Dodgers, no runs, two hits, and one error. And we're in the bottom of the fifth inning. Sutton ready and deals, and it's hit to left field, but Buckner is there. Comes up a step, one hands it casually, as most outfielders do these days. And the A's are gone in order. And at the end of five, Oakland two, and the Dodgers nothing. Taxi. Airport, please. You settled back. Pick up the morning paper. The headline reads, head-on collision, five killed. They do a lot of traveling in here, commuting, flying on business, vacations. There is protection. You can ride with the Kemper Cavalry. The Kemper Insurance Companies are the independent agents who represent us. Our coming and going policy will protect you against loss of life or limb, whether you're flying, riding, or walking. 
50 inexpensive and convenient travel accident protection you only have to buy once a year. For full details, including exclusions, reductions, or limitations, call the independent agent who represents Kemper. He's in the other pages. Kemper Insurance Companies. We're with you for the long ride. As we go to the sixth inning with Oakland leading the Dodgers two to nothing, Vince Scully along with Jim Simpson. As the A's are trying to put the lid on it and turn the lights out and get ready for a victory parade tomorrow. The Dodgers, no sense waiting any longer. And they'll go to the bench immediately and Tom Pashorek, right-hand hitting outfielder, will hit for Don Sutton. So Sutton pitched well, but not well enough. He'll have two runs, four hits. Meanwhile, the Dodgers being thoroughly blanked by Vita Blue. So Sutton is gone, and Tom Pashorek, right-hand batter, checking in. For Pashorek, this will be his second appearance. He is 0 for 1. Down in the bullpen, the ever-present Mike Marshall begins to loosen up. We had asked Walter Alston about a problem he faced tonight. The pitch to Bishorek is stroked up the alley in left center. It's a base hit. Over to get the ball is Claudel Washington, and he can't. And Bishorek is into second base holding with a long double. The problem that Walter Alston faced, and he had announced he was going to pitch Mike Marshall if there would be a game Saturday. But how can you pitch Marshall, start him Saturday, if Sutton got into trouble early, by early meaning the first three innings tonight? Walter said, I would just as soon have Sutton pitching when we're in trouble as Marshall, even though I realize I could be home fishing on Saturday. So a long double by the pinch hitter Tom Pashorek, the batter is Davey Lopes, and Johnny Odom and Paul Lindblad get up and begin to throw in the Oakland bullpen. Lopes, a hungry hitter, looks at a breaking ball away, ball one. The one phrase that will be a cliche as a result of this series, the idea that there's no substitute for experience. The 1-0 pitch, foul back, one and one. The Dodgers feel that Davey Lopes will be a much better player next year, even though Bando is playing him up inside the bag. Even though Lopes is a good base dealer, he is not a good bunter. And they feel that that's a waste. And they want him to learn to bunt this winter. The 1-1 pitch to Davey is taken high. Ball two. Turn one. In fact, if you ask him how many bases he's going to steal, he has to be honest and tell you it depends on how many times you get aboard and how he hits. And bunting is certainly one way to do it. Two and one to Davey Lopes. Tom Pashorek with a pinch hit double. Only the third Dodger hit. The 2-1 pitch to Davey Lopes. Fastball half swing foul. Off to the right and down the line into the Dodger bullpen where Mike Marshall is loosening up. High inside fastball. Of course, that's what they like to do with Lopes anyway. Jam him. Two and two. Pashorek at second. Nobody out. Top of the sixth inning. Oakland two and the Dodgers nothing. Vida Blue out of a stretch. A look back at Pashorek. The left-hander works high and outside. And that thing almost got away from Fossey. Ray made a good stab to stay with it and cut down a chance of a wild pitch. Lindblad and Odom are throwing in the A's bullpen. 2-0 Oakland in the sixth inning. The Dodgers struggling from the outset. Now having to try to catch up. Here's the 3-2 pitch to Davey Lopes, and it's very high. And the tying runs are aboard with nobody out. 
if there has been a constant thread throughout the series, it has been the fact that the A's have been bunting and the Dodgers have not been bunting. Alvin Dark is going to talk to by the Blue, who's a pretty fair fielder. And Bill Buckner, a good bunter, will be less talked to by Tommy Lasorda. The Dark talking to Blue. Very early, I think it was the first game to go back in the books. That was in the opening game, Kenny Holtzman and Andy Messersmith. In the third inning of that game, the Dodgers had first and second and nobody out. They were at home, and they were trailing one to nothing. And Davy Lopes was the batter. The count went to two balls and no strikes on Lopes. And Alston, who had Lopes up there as if to bunt, finally told him to swing away, and Lopes fouled out. The Dodgers blew the chance and lost three to two. In that same game, they had first and second, and Ron Say the batter. They decided to hit away, and Say hit into a double play. Now, with their backs against the wall tonight, we'll see what they have Buckner do. Blue ready, Buck is bunting, but looking low, ball one. Joe Rudy charging the play, Bando not coming. One ball and no strikes to Bill Buckner. Tom Beshorek at second, Davy Lopes at first. Nobody out in the sixth. Oakland two, Dodgers nothing. Blue out of a stretch, and the left-hander deals. Buckner bunts foul, a high arcing foul back into the seats, clearing the backstop screen. Blue, of course, with that good, high, hard fastball, very difficult to get that down. Buck tried to, but all he could do is chip it back foul. One and one. Tying runs aboard, nobody out. Jimmy Wynn and Steve Garvey to follow. And Blue trying to fight his way out of a corner. Again, Rudy up in front of the runner. They're still looking bunt. And Buckner's around to bunt. Got it down. A good one. Bando has to play it to green. And the tying runs are in scoring position at second and third. So that's the first time in the series that the Dodgers have gone to the bunt and made it pay off. At least to the sense that the men are out there to be picked up. So Buckner moves him up 90. And now we'll see about Jimmy Wynn. Wynn has fouled out and slammed one back off Blue's glove. It was deflected to Campanaris, who threw him out. Jimmy Wynn in the series has three hits. And he has one run batted in. He has a chance to get the Dodgers even. Blue ready, a check of the runners, and he deals. Fastball high, ball one. Steve Garvey on deck. And for the first time in the game tonight, there's a little anxiety here in the Oakland Coliseum. Bishorek at third, Lopes at second, one out. The 1-0 pitch to Jimmy Wynn. Blue deals and is a high fly ball into left center field. The run is tagged. It'll be caught by Washington. Bishorek will tag and score, and Lopes will hold at second base. So Jimmy Wynn picks up one, and it is now Oakland two and the Dodgers one. And the batter will be Steve Garvey. Wynn, I think, felt that he got his pitch and let it get away. He just hit under it and hit a towering fly ball to Claudel Washington. So a scoring fly ball in the RBI for Wynn. The Dodgers get on the board. Now with two down and the tying run at second base, the batter is Steve Garvey. Garvey has grounded to short and flied to left. He's 0 for 2. Steve, the Dodgers' top hitter, and he wants Andy Olson to ask Tom Gorman to move a little bit, and the second base umpire does just that. 
because Blue left-handed and Gorman on the other side of the mound, and Blue is throwing right out of Gorman's shirt. The pitch to Garvey, high, ball one, one and oh. Fossey telling Vida to get that arm up a little bit, and also, I'm sure, telling him to slow down. One of the things that Blue does when he's in a jam is speed up his delivery, and he gets his body out in front of his arm. The 1-0 pitch to Garvey is lifted foul off first base. No play. Rudy will come over to take a look, but that's all. And the count, one ball and one strike. Oakland 2 and the Dodgers 1. Two down, top of the sixth inning. The modern-day ball player and his approach is so different. Garvey, apprised of the fact that he was the father of a bouncing baby girl last night, and after the game they said, were you trying to hit one for Krisha? The name of the girl, he said, yeah, for her, for the Gipper, for anybody. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Fastball fouled away again. Down the right field line, out of play. And the count, one and two. Oakland got a run in the first inning on a force play. North stole second. Yeager threw the ball in the center. Billy taking third, and he came home on Bando's fly ball. Garvey, apprised of the fact that he was the father of a bouncing baby girl last night and after the game they said were you trying to hit one for Krisha the name of the girl he said yeah for her for the Gipper for anybody here's the 1-1 pitch fastball fouled away again down the right field line out of play and the count one and two Oakland got a run in the first inning on a force play North stole second Yeager threw the ball in the center Billy taking third and he came home on Bando's fly ball and then in the second inning, Fossey homers. And here in the sixth, Pashorek doubled and Lopes walked. Buckner sacrificed and wins fly ball, got Pashorek. Fastball hit up along third foul to Lasorda, and the count stays one and two. Joe Ferguson on deck. Odom just lobbing the ball. Lindblad just watching. And Odom's last lob, he threw it into the left field corner. And timeout while Claudel Washington retrieves it. Mike Marshall has long since warmed up in the bullpen and stopped. Remember, Beshorek opened up the inning hitting for Don Sutton. So here is Garvey, one and two. Bider ready and delivers. Fastball whacked into left field. Base hit. Here comes Davey Lowe. Here comes Claudel Washington. He scores. And they're all tied two and two. The Dodgers get a lift from an unexpected quarter. A pinch hit by Tom Pashorek, making only his second appearance in the series. And, of course, that's how heroes are born. And Pashorek doubled, and the Dodgers catch the A's here in the sixth. For Steve Garvey, one for three tonight, his eighth hit in the series. And for Garvey, his first RBI. Blue ready, and the pitch to Fergie. Off speed, a slow curve for a strike. Going one. Joe Rudy is holding Garvey. Steve certainly not a base-dealing threat. Ferguson waiting 0-1. Blue comes back to him. Fastball fouled away. 0-2. So the Dodgers, two runs, four hits, one error. Oakland, two runs, four hits, no errors. Top of the six, two away. Joe Ferguson waiting. He has singled and struck out. By the blue out of a stretch. Looks at Garvey. Works the hitter. Fastball just low. Ball one. One and two. 
So Vida Blue struggling here in the sixth inning. And he has seen a 2-0 lead disappear. Now trying to get Ferguson to end the inning. The left-handers, 1-2 pitch to Joe. Curve up. Ball two. Two and two. Lasorda out of the third base coaching box. Doing a little cheerleading. Jim Gilliam on his 46th birthday. Standing quietly in the first base coaching box. Gilliam played on all four Dodger championship clubs. Two and two. Blue ready and comes back to the hitter. Breaking ball. Little number up along third foul. And the count stays two and two. The Dodger championship clubs in which Gilliam was involved would be 1955 in Brooklyn. 1959 in Los Angeles. 1963 in Los Angeles and in 1965. And I guess the greatest play that we've seen in World Series in quite a while was the play that Gilliam made against the Minnesota Twins to save Sandy Koufax and give the Dodgers a championship. All right, Ferguson back up to the plate. Two and two. Vida Blue out of a stretch. Left-hander comes back. Fastball and a fly ball to left. Waiting for it is Claudel Washington. He comes trotting in, waiting some more, and puts it away. But for the Dodgers, two runs, two hits and a walk, and a man left. And at the end of five and a half innings, the Dodgers two, Oakland two. Morning, Mr. Green. Say, haven't seen this big guy in a spell? Nowadays, Caleb, we use our small car mostly. You know, this big engine might not be getting the exercise it needs. Exercise? Hey, up to get rid of harmful engine deposits. Make sure you're using Quaker State motor oil. It's fortified to fight deposit buildup. Is Quaker State still available in most places? Hey, up. But people need it now more than ever. Quaker State, your car. You keep it running, yeah. Oh, make the car. Now that's a dream. Why out at Great taste in tobacco from high they're all even at the Coliseum. The Dodgers 2 and Oakland 2. And to nobody's surprise, coming out of the Dodger bullpen is Mike Marshall. Marshall has been in them all. This will be five. If you want his numbers... In his four previous appearances, he's worked six innings, given up four hits and no runs. Marshall, in two of the playoff games, so he has been in six straight games now. And for Don Sutton, he is no longer involved. He went five innings. That means his 12-game hitting streak, or 12-game winning streak, is still there. Now we'll see with Billy North, the batter, hitting left-handed. Say in on the grass, and the fastball is pulled on the ground to Lopes. Davey has it, lobs to Garvey, one away. The last time Bill North popped up in the third inning when he was running back to the infield, he looked sharply over at the Dodgers dugout, and I don't know if he was smiling or sneering. But the way things have been going, I'm sure somebody in the Dodger dugout got on him. They did not say anything to him this time, apparently, as he slings his helmet away in disgust. Batter Sal Bando has a scoring fly ball and fly to center. Marshall starts him fastball inside. 4-1. 1-0. 49,347. Same crowd as we've had the other two games. 
Ball game tied 2-2 in the bottom of the sixth. Marshall sex one, a slider over in the count one and one. Mike's three pitches, fastball, curve, and slider. He uses the slider least of the three. One and one to Sal Bando. Mike out of a windup, right-handed back with a fastball fouled off, and the count one and two. The A scored a run in the first and another in the second on Ray Fossey's home run. And the Dodgers came back with two in the sixth to get even. Marshall has theories about just about everything, including taking his warm-up tosses. The one-two screwball swung on and missed strike three. And that was a screwball away. You normally think of a right-hander throwing a screwball away to a left-hand batter, but Mike has three different screwballs. And that's the one he threw away to a right-hander. Two down in the sixth inning, and here is Reggie Jackson. Jackson walked in the first inning, looked like Sutton didn't want much of him there in the first inning, and then Sutton came back to strike him out on a check swing in the third. Marshall out of a windup. Mike Deal, screwball, fouled away. And that's the other one. That's the one that goes away from the left-hander. He's the only man in, in the world I ever heard of who has three screwballs. Oh, and one the count. Two runs, four hits, one error for the Dodgers. Two runs, four hits, no errors for the A's. Bottom of the sixth inning. Marshall reading Jaeger, Steve setting a target. Strike one pitch to Jackson. Screwball way outside and high. One and one. Mike, very fussy out there as to how he wants the mound, as all pitchers are. Mike checking signs. The outfield deep. And the one-one pitch. High, and that seemed to fool Jaeger. It sailed on him. Went off the top of the mid and all the way to the backstop. Ball two. Two and one. They are not overly committed on Reggie Jackson. And when you watch a lot of baseball games, it is interesting to see because Marshall is the one who sets the Dodger defense. The outfield, if anything, is shaded towards left. But where's Garvey playing? Playing him to pull. The next one is a strike. Two and two. Mike Marshall was criticized openly by players in Montreal for directing them as to where he wanted them to play. But not with the Dodgers. They feel if that's what he wants, that's what he gets. The 2-2 pitch to Reggie. Screwball. Fouled away off third out of play. The Dodgers, Mike Marshall and Steve Yeager. An infield of Garvey and Lopes, Russell and Say. An outfield of Buckner, Wynn and Ferguson. 2-2 in the sixth. Reggie Jackson waiting in the count. Two balls, two strikes. Marshall staring in. Yeager wigwags a couple out to him. And the 2-2 fastball is outside. On deck, Joe Rudy. Three and two. The count to Reggie Jackson. 2-2 two, two tie. Two out. Sixth inning. Do or die for the Dodgers. And game number five of the World Series. Marshall up on top, looks down to Yeager. Lopes playing very deep on the right side. He's just about on the edge of the rim. 3-2 pitch on the way. Fastball, roll to Lopes. It's to his right. He comes up with it. Throws back to Garvey in time. So Marshall sets him down in order. And at the end of six, the Dodgers two, the A's two. A marksman slips a 30 caliber bullet into the chamber of a high-powered rifle. He squints through the telescopic sight lines up the crosshairs on an object 40 yards away. 
It's a master padlock, locked tight. He squeezes the trigger and blasts a half-inch hole clear through the lock. But it still holds tight. A test of strength filmed for TV and documented in a brochure titled Shootout at Little Tohunga Canyon. You can have a copy free by writing to Master Lock, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 53210. And remember, Master has a lock for most anything worth keeping. Even special locks for trailers, guns, bikes, and skis. Master Lock, world's largest padlock manufacturers. Known for locks that are tough under fire. Let's pause 35 seconds for station identification. WTHI, Terre Haute, currently 59 degrees at 9.03. I'd like to tell you about one of our five different savings plans. Our 7.5% insured savings certificate. Your investment will grow fast at the 7.5% annual rate over a four-year period with a minimum balance of $5,000. It's the insured safe way to save with a high return of 7.5%. Just one of the five ways you can put your money where it will work for you. Terre Haute Mutual at the corner of 5th and Ohio. To the seventh inning, Vin Scully along with Jim Simpson, a 2-2 tie, and Ron Say pops the first pitch up to Dick Green. Green out on the grass, waiting for it to come down, comes back on the skin now and makes the catch. So Say pops her up, one away. Bill Russell, the Dodgers shortstop, came up with runners in first and second in the second inning, fly to center. Came up with a runner in the fifth and nobody on, with uh, Say walking, and Russell grounded into a double play. So he's 0 for 2, Bill with one hit in each of the four preceding games. Blue out of a windup, and the left-hander deals, and he high, ball one. Down in the bullpen, they're not taking any chances, Odom and Lindblad throwing back a bite We mentioned earlier there has not been a complete game turned in in the World Series since Steve Blass in 1971. Russell, it's a big chopper to Bando. He goes up to get it and throws him out. Nice play by Sal and a high hopper just to his left. The batter is Steve Yeager. Yeager came into the ball game with impressive credentials. He was four for nine and a flossy 4.44 average. But Blue has just broken some dandy curveballs and struck him out twice. Two down, top of the seventh, the 2-2 tie. Blue ready and deals, fastball. Pop foul off first, and it'll be no play. Rudy's going to come over, but it's well back into the stands. Shows you that what'll happen to a hitter, Yeager having so much trouble with Vida Blue's curveball that he had to be sitting on the curve, and he was so late on the fastball, he barely hit it at all. 0-1. Seventh inning, the Dodgers battling to stay afloat. And they have come from behind to tie the champion Oakland A's 2-2. Mike Marshall out on deck. 0-1 to Yeager. Blue ready and comes back. High fastball away in the count 1-1. 3.30 down the lines. 3.75 up the alleys. 400 to center. Foul pole to foul pole and 8-foot wall. The 1-1 pitch to Yeager. Off speed and away. Ball 2. 2-1 to Steve Yeager. Looks down to Fossey, checking his sign. Now Vida ready in the 2-1 pitch. Fastball high. Ball three. Three and one. 
has walked three, struck out four. Three-one pitch to Yeager is high. Ball four. Mike Marshall is a fair hitting pitcher. But if for no other thing, the walk will help to get him out of the way. So if he ends the inning, Lope starts off the eighth. So Mike coming up with Yeager at first, two out, a 2-2 two, two tie. Well, they have said all along there's not that much difference between the two ball clubs, although there certainly appeared to be a vast difference last night. Probably the biggest single difference, at least for a short series, four out of seven, would be the extra outstanding starting pitcher that the A's have. Marshall takes high, ball one. One and oh. In other words, you see Kenny Holtzman, Catfish Hunter, and Vita Blue. And the Dodgers have two outstanding starters in Sutton and Messersmith. They would have had three, but they lost Tommy John. Marshall takes outside, ball two, and Alvin Dark looks and goes to the bullpen right now. He's not going to let Vita talk him out of anything, which, of course, is the way most experienced managers are. The toughest manager I have ever seen in changing pitchers is no longer on the scene. But when Rogers Hornsby managed Cincinnati, you wouldn't believe what he'd do. Vida Blue getting an ovation as he comes walking off. So we're still not going to have a complete game. As Odom will come out of the pen and pick up a 2-0 count. Just to conclude the story on Hornsby, there was no way a pitcher could talk Roger Hornsby out of coming out because Hornsby, all he did was whistle from the dugout and just say, come on. And he didn't go out. Well, Dark almost did the same thing. He was whistling to the bullpen halfway from the dugout to the third base foul line. And John Blue Moon Odom will pick up the pieces. For Odom, this will be his second game. He had just one inning under his belt, struck out a couple. By scoring point, Odom picks up a two-ball, no-strike count. If Marshall should walk, the walk then would belong to Vita Blue. And subsequently, if the run should score, it would be charged to Blue. If Odom had come in and the count was 1-0, Odom would be on his own. But right now, he's really pitching, as far as a walk is concerned, to Vita Blue's hitter, and that's Mike Marshall. So John Blue Moon Odom, he has one bad habit, but he's a successful big league pitcher, so I guess he overcomes it. As Odom is ready to pitch, he drops his head so that his eyes are looking at the ground, and you can't see his face. His left shoulder comes up and hides his face. And how anybody can do that and throw strikes consistently is quite a trick, but he does it. So Odom hands on his knees, reading Fossey, Marshall waiting. Right-hander ready, and the 2-0 pitch, high, ball three, three and oh, on deck, Davy Lopes. Odom, not superstitious, he wears 13, just as Joe Ferguson does at the Dodgers. Right-hander ready, and the 3-0 pitch to Marshall is inside, ball four. Now remember, that walk is charged to Vita Blue. That means that Blue walked five men. So runners at first and second, two down, a 2-2 two -two tie, and a very hungry Davy Lopes coming up to the plate. Lopes has had a long World Series. He has two hits, 17 at-bats, 
He was thrown out trying to steal tonight. Sal Bando comes in from third to say something to John Blue Moon Odom, and Lopes just standing aside. There is certainly no speed out in the base pass with Yeager at second and Marshall at first. Claudel Washington in left, Bill North in center, Reggie Jackson in right. Two out, Odom out of a stretch, right hand to Reddy and delivers, and Lopes takes the strike. He thought it was high and backed out, Andy Olson, National League umpire in his first World Series, strike one. Infield back for the A's. Messrs. Rudy and Green, Campaneris and Bando. The outfield just about straight away. We mentioned Lopes is not a very good body. The strike one pitch to Davey. Breaking ball over. Strike two. That was a very good pitch. Davey quit on it almost immediately. And then the ball dipped down and over. 0-2 oh to Davey Lopes. Naturally, the guy the Dodgers want up there now is Bill Buckner, but he's on deck. The strike two pitch to Davey Lopes. Odom ready and deals, and it's low and outside. Ball one. One and two. Buckner, a 300 hitter all year. On deck with two down. One and two to Davey Lopes. Odom ready, checks the runners. With two out, he comes back to the plate. Breaking ball, rolled is short. Campanaris, the short way to green. They get the fourth on Marshall. No hits, two left, and the score at the end of six and a half innings. Dodgers two, A's two. Just when you need it more than ever, you can find it more places than ever. That's Quaker State Motor Oil. Why do you need it more? Because if you're using your car less, that engine just isn't getting the exercise it needs. But Quaker State's quality protection is tailor-made to handle deposits that build up in an underworked engine. Now that you need it more, it's available more places. Nice to know. Quaker State, your car. You keep it running young. This is Frank Blair on behalf of over 4,700 True Value Hardware Stores. When you shop True Value Hardware Stores, you can be assured of getting the best of two worlds. Brand name selection at money-saving prices and the personal service you would expect from a neighborhood merchant. Because your True Value Hardware dealer is precisely that. A hometown merchant who is a member of the nation's largest hardware buying network. Shop at your local True Value Hardware Store. True Value, not just a name, it's a way of doing business. American, the World Series, heightened by the crowd, not only taking the customary seventh inning stretch, not only with firecrackers and rockets going off in the sky, but the crowd of 49,347 singing loud and clear, God bless America. And boy, again, something comes up to put the World Series in its proper perspective. Now this crowd wants something, and they're going to get it. They'll get Joe Rudy. Claudel Washington and Ray Fossey and Mike Marshall on the mound. Down in the A's bullpen, rolling fingers begins to loosen up. So here we go, bottom of the seventh, all even at two and two. Joe Rudy, big right-hand batter, left fielder, first baseman. He is singled and fly to left. Marshall, along with Buckner, just waiting, and Buckner has had to come in from the left field area, talking to the left field foul line umpire, Doug Harvey. 
the people in their enthusiasm in the left field stands have apparently thrown a few objects down on the field, perhaps intended for Buckner, perhaps not. But whatever it is, time has been called. Harvey now directing some park men to clean up the litter in left field. We have seen a lot of confetti and paper and frisbees and time out as they police the left field area. The Dodgers two runs, four hits, and one error. And Oakland two runs, four hits, no errors. The A's got a run in the first inning. Campanera singled and North forced him. North then stole second, and Steve Yeager made his first erratic throw of the series, sailing the throw into center field, sending North to third, where he scored on a fly ball by Salvando. Then in the second inning, Ray Fossey hammered one over the left field wall. That made it two to nothing, Oakland. They are still retrieving things out in left and left center. In the sixth inning, Tom Peshora came up and batted for Don Sutton and doubled. Then Lopes walked on a sacrifice by Buckner. Wins fly ball, got one run home. Garvey's base hit, got another run home. Buckner is coming in from left field, and time is out. And all I can think of is the playoffs between Cincinnati and New York when Pete Rose had to come in from left field. And finally, the Mets with Yogi Berra and company had to go out to placate the crowd. Buckner is now talking to the senior umpire, Tom Gorman. Gorman is in his fifth World Series, and Tommy has seen it all. And now Walter Alston will join the huddle on the grass in shallow left field. Doug Harvey and Tom Gorman counseling Buckner, although I don't know what they can do about Buckner. It would be the people in left field who apparently, I haven't seen anything thrown at him, but there was a lot of litter out on the field. Mike Marshall has left the mound and gone all the way out to join the discussion. Normally a pitcher will use the time to loosen up, but Marshall has gone out there. Mike drapes his left arm around Buckner, as if to say, go on out there. And the Dodgers, I don't know what they can do, lodge a protest, that's about it. Perhaps ask the umpires to ask the public address announcer to appeal to the fans in left field to restore order. But Bill Buckner and Jimmy Wynn are troubled naturally out there in left and left center field. This is not the best ballpark in baseball to see. The lights would appear to be very far away, and particularly in the far reaches of the outfield. And that is not a Dodger complaint. The A's outfield, and for that matter, anybody who ever played here has the same feeling. Well, Buckner goes back to his position, and we see some things now come out on the field. And Doug Harvey walks over to the Dodger left fielder. And so play is not going to begin, because the left field foul line umpire is now in left field, and he has retrieved whatever it was that came out of the stand. He rolls it off, and it evidently was a piece of fruit. So naturally, anyone out there in left field listening to the ball game, we would appeal to you. We were talking a moment ago about the Americanism of the World Series and the fair play, and we hope that it'll calm down the enthusiasm of some of the folks who are not quite thinking right out there in left field. Okay, let's see what the players do. We'll let them decide it. Joe Rudy, Claudel Washington, and Ray Fossey. Mike Marshall who took his warm-ups and then decided he would rather talk to his left fielder. They're now going to work. 
Rudy, right-hand batter, single and fly to left against Don Sutton. Well, Marshall right now is battling Odom for the decision. The pitch to Rudy. Fastball, fell into left field. That's going to go all the way. the boom on a Mike Marshall fastball and once again there's a lot of litter but this time in right center field the time will be called while they clean it off so Mike Marshall who instead of staying on the mound that is so customary during a delay and warming up instead went out into left field and when he made his first pitch of fastball Rudy hit it out the book on Rudy is he is a first ball hitter you got to get the ball down and away, and he got a first ball up, and Rudy gave it a ride. For Joe Rudy, that would be his first home run. It is the second home run for the A's in the game. Ray Fossey had homered in the second inning. And so Mike Marshall is stung by the long ball. He had given up only nine home runs all year. They are clearing up the debris in right center field, and in a minute, the battle will be Claudel Washington. Three to two in favor of Oakland, and of course, that has a familiar ring to it. The score of the first three games. Washington flied to right and singled to right against Don Sutton. He's a youngster who is not at all phased about World Series competition. Read a line saying that his inexperience is equaled only by his confidence. He takes a pitch high. Ball one, one and oh. So the Oakland Coliseum is somewhat of a madhouse right now as the Oakland A's, for the second time tonight, have taken a lead, this time three to two. The one oh pitch. High. Ball two, two and oh. say one thing, if Rudy's home run beats him, they sure won't be beaten by a cheapie. He ripped it. 2-0, the count to Washington. Marshall back with a fastball fouled away. Off to the left out of play. And the count, 2-1. When the Dodgers bat in the eighth inning, they have Bill Buckner, Jimmy Wynn, and Steve Garvey. one Claudel Washington left-hand batter and a speedster slightly closed stance almost a straight-up hitter the 2-1 pitch is popped in the air foul off third say has a play Ron is there waiting and makes the catch so one away as Washington fouls out and the batter is Ray Fossey Ray Fossey homered in the second inning and hit back to the box in the fourth Right-hand hitting catcher with one out, bases empty, seventh inning. Oakland three and the Dodgers two. And the fifth game of the World Series. Screwball is waved at and missed. Ray was way out in front of it, 0-1. 
Raleigh Fingers throwing in the bullpen. Bossy working the wood back and forth. Strike one pitch is rolled up along the third baseline and it peels off foul in the count 0-2. Little hand clapping music in the background. The count to Ray Fossey. The A's left two men on in the first inning. And those are the only two men they have left on in the game. Strike two. Screwball got him swinging. So two down. Second strikeout for Mike Marshall. The Dodgers left two men in the second inning. They left one man in the sixth. And they left two in the seventh. And, of course, late in the game, the lead runners at first and second when Lopes hit into a force play. That has now become a big out. The batter is Dick Green. Fly to center and right, and he gets a scoogee over for strike. Going one. Oh, and one the count. Oakland, three runs, five hits. Two of the five hits, home run. Dodgers, two runs, four hits. Screwball inside. One and one. To repeat in the eighth inning, Buckner, Wynn, and Garvey. Marshall, who says he is not interested in numbers, only the challenge. He's got himself a challenge tonight. Green fouls a fastball away, upstairs off to the right. And the count one and two. Green normally goes up the middle and the other way. So it is no surprise that he got a couple of screwballs and then he was a little late on the fastball. One and two. Marshall back to the plate, screwball, fouled off. So it's still one and two. After Green would be Odom's spot. Jim Holt moving around in the on-deck circle, but it looks like no matter what happens, Fingers is coming in. Raleigh has been throwing throughout the inning. One and two to Green. Marshall ready, Mike back, screwball, fouled away. That time, Marshall, instead of throwing the screwball directly overhand, dropped his arm somewhat and came a little by way of third base. Green giving him a battle, fouling him off, and the count one and two. What a marvelous series Dick Green has had, and yet he hasn't done anything at the plate. The one-two pitch. Fouled away, fisted foul, slider in on the thumb. So he's seen it all now. He's seen about four screwballs, one fastball, and now a slider. And the count, one and two. Oakland three, Dodgers two, bottom of the seventh inning. A home run by Joe Rudy, and it was a bomb, breaking the tie here in the seventh. Marshall out of a windup, and the one-two screwball is hit up along third base foul. So Green back up to the plate. Green was 0 for 10 going into the game. So he's 0 for 12 in the series. And yet, he has been the glue for the veteran A's infield. In fact, that's a big difference. Campaneris and Green have been playing together for 10 years. Here's the 1-2 pitch to Green. Screwball got him swinging, and Marshall strikes him out. But a big run on the home run by Rudy. He hit a fastball out of sight. And at the end of seven, Oakland three and the Dodgers two. This is your invitation to a totally new automotive experience. The new small Chrysler. Cordova. Cordova. Crafted in the Chrysler tradition of engineering excellence. An automobile of beauty 
harmony. Cordova is Chrysler convenience and Chrysler luxury. Rich textures and rare comforts around you. The soft warmth of glowing lamps. Thickly cushioned contour seating, which may even be ordered in fine Corinthian leather. We invite you to experience this new Chrysler Cordova. So very luxurious, and yet surprisingly affordable. Cordova, the new small Chrysler. Now, just in time for fall yard. Small Engines offers a fall lawn boy special. A 19-inch solid-state lawn boy mower for $149.95. And as a special receive at no charge a leaf bag, gas can, and four-pack of engine oil. Lawn Boy's upfront discharge system gets the clippings other mowers miss because the vacuum action lifts the leaves and grass up through the top rather than side discharging. You can't do better than Lawn Boy at Decker's Small Engines, 20 North 11. WTHI Terre Haute. The new country giant. We go to the eighth inning in Oakland with the A's leading the Dodgers three to two. Three changes by Oakland. Geno Tennis takes over at first base. Joe Rudy goes into left field. Raleigh Fingers on the mound. We are not sure how they are hitting yet. It is conceivable that Tennis would bat in the ninth spot so that he could have a at bat in the bottom of the eighth. And you could put Fingers in Washington's spot. The left fielder coming out would have a long time to go before his at bat. For Raleigh Fingers, that's the fourth game of the World Series in which he has been in, and 16 lifetime. Right-hander deals, and he gets a corner. So he quickly asserts himself on the mound and takes command to Buckner, 0-2. Fingers setting a series record. 16 lifetime relief appearances. That's what I call experience. The strike two pitch, breaking ball fouled away, and Buckner, who always loses his bat when he is fooled, did just that. And Fingers, in his follow-through, had to really do a job to get out of the way of it. 0-2. Oh, Buckner replacing some divots before coming back up. If you're keeping score with us, we can't tell you for sure how the A's lineup is offensively. As we mentioned, since tennis and fingers come in at the same time, tennis could be batting ninth and therefore first up in the bottom of the eighth. So we'll see. 0-2 to Buckner. He is 0 for 2 tonight. And lines one into right center field base hit. And bobbling the ball in center field is Bill North. And Buckner is into second base. Going for three. Green throw. He is out. with a base hit. The ball was bobbled by Billy North for an error. That allowed Buckner to get to second, but he wanted more, which is a bad play when you're leading off an inning and you are behind and it's late in the game. 
But we were talking about fingers. There's nothing and no substitute for experience. And so Buckner, who is a brash and audacious runner, is shot down on a fine throw by Dick Green to Sal Bando. And here is Jimmy Wynn. Fastball high, ball one. So representing the tying run in scoring position at second, Buckner decided to go to third, and Green beat him with a perfect throw to Bando. The pitch to Wynn misses, ball two, two and oh. It looked like a big boot by Billy North, but Buckner ran himself out of the play. Two and oh the count. Right-handed fingers deals high, ball three. And Bando decides he'll go in and talk to Raleigh. Oh, and two to Buckner, and he's single. And then he got out of the scrape, and now he's behind to win 3-0. They'll move around again in the bullpen. Fingers in four games in the series. He's got to be a little weary. And the 3-0 pitch, Jimmy takes a strike. Three and one. On deck, Steve Garvey. But what a gamble by Bill Buckner. And he lost it. The 3-1 pitch to win. Swung on and missed. Jimmy over swinging on that one. He wasn't just trying to make contact. Three and two. Well, I'm sure I can hear Walter Alston now. If the Dodgers lose, and they'll bring up the Buckner play. He'll say we are here because of base running. That's what got us here. And there is no way to second guess him. Three and two to Jimmy Wynn. Fingers ready, Raleigh deals, and it's fouled away. Off to the right, out of play. But a clutch throw by Dick Green. Well, Buckner would have made it because he went in the head first, and Bando just did get his hand before it got the bag. Here's the 3-2 pitch to Jimmy Wynn. High off the mid of Fossey all the way to the backstop. And, of course, the Dodgers, all they can do is shake their heads. They let a big play get away. So one out, a walk to Jim Wynn. And now going out to the mound is West Stock. Coming up to the plate is Steve Garvey. Fingers has a very good move to first, and he will throw to first base often. And Stock talking to him to make sure that in throwing over and then coming to the plate, he doesn't vary his delivery, even though Wynn is not that much of a base-stealing threat. Oh, he has stolen bases. He has stolen 16, but he has been caught 15 times. All right, West goes back to the A's dugout. Fossey goes behind the play, Bando back to third. One out, eighth inning, Oakland three, Dodgers two. And the biggest play of the series, let's say the biggest roll of the dice, has just taken place, and it came up a bad number for the Dodgers. All right, Jimmy Wynn, off first, held on by tennis. And the pitch to Garvey, a breaking ball, swung on and missed. And he was trying to pull it. He tried to time it, but couldn't do it. Fingers, as a successful relief pitcher would have to be, is a good fielder. Three runs, five hits, one error for Oakland. Two runs, five hits, one error for the Dodgers. Breaking ball is lifted to right field. It's playable. Reggie Jackson is right there. Wynn has to watch. Jackson put it away. Two down. Batter now will be Joe Ferguson. Fergie single to center in the second inning, struck out in the fourth, glide to left in the sixth, 
and Fingers has eaten him up in their confrontation. He has kept the fastball in tight and just blown him down. Fingers struck out Ferguson last night, struck him out in Los Angeles. Of course, it comes as no surprise because he gives right-hand batters fits. So here's Fergie with two down, win at first, 3-2 Oakland, top of the eighth inning. Fingers out of a stretch, a glance at win. The pitch to Fergie is pelted, but it's deep and hooking down the line. Foul! That's the second one that Fergie has hit down the line. One. He got a breaking ball that time, not the fastball. And Fergie might be the best guess hitter on the Dodger team. Even after Fingers had given him such a bad time on fastballs, he guessed breaking ball and he pulled it foul. So it's still 3-2 to two Oakland. All right, Fingers at the belt. Strike one pitch, fastball high. One and one. <laughs> In the sixth inning, the Dodgers came from behind to tie. In the seventh, they stranded two and then saw Oakland's Joe Rudy break the tie. Here in the eighth, Buckner has run them out of an inning after being given a golden break on the error by Bill North. And now a walk, an out later, and here is Ferguson. 1-1 one, one pitch to Joe. Pass ball over. One and two. Plants the right foot on the rubber. Ray Fossey in a crowd. Win a quiet lead at first. Right hand already in the pitch with Win going is hit into center field. North hesitates, comes up, and makes the catch. So the Dodgers were just about given a run and they would not take it. No run. One hit. There was an error by the A's. There was an error by the Dodgers on the base pass. And at the end of seven and a half, Oakland three and the Dodgers two. As we go to the bottom of the eighth inning, and the Oakland A's three outs away from their third consecutive championship, the guess is correct. Gene Tennis, who came into the game with Raleigh Fingers, is batting ninth, which means he'll lead it off in the bottom of the eighth inning. It'll be Tennis followed by Campanaris and Norris. And that is the way the series has been going. The Dodgers make mistakes, and the A's capitalize. And then tonight, the A's make a big mistake, and wouldn't you know, the Dodgers come right back and compound the mistake, and the A's capitalized again on the throw by Dick Green. So we're in the eighth, and for the fourth game of the five, it is three to two. And for the third time in four, Oakland in front. So Gene Tennis coming up, hitting 250, two for eight, seeing limited service, and of course he was very unhappy about sitting down last night. He will not be unhappy on the way to the bank. Marshall Screwball over for a strike, 0-1. Oh 0-1 oh to Gene Tennis. Mike Marshall stung by the home run by Joe Rudy, and that's the difference. The strike one pitch on the way, Screwball, and he missed with it, 1-1. One of the A, 3-2 Oakland. With Marshall Screwball over for a strike, 0-1. 0-1 to Gene Tennis. Mike Marshall stung by the home run by Joe Rudy, and that's the difference. The strike one pitch on the way, Screwball, and he missed with it, 1-1. One one. 
of the eighth, 3-2 Oakland. When the Dodgers bat in the ninth, they had say Russell and Yeager. And on the bench, Joshua, Crawford, and Hopkins. And I would guess that Alston would go to some left-hand bats against fingers. 1-1, fastball is fouled back. 1-2. Down in the bullpen is Catfish Hunter. The right-hander loosening up. He might even be used to get one out tonight, if necessary, and need be. One and two count to Gene Tennis. Marshall Screwball is up. Ball two. Two and two. Three runs, five hits, one error for Oakland. Two runs, five hits, one error for the Dodgers. The brashness, the daring of Bill Buckner was finally turned against him in the top of the eighth. The 2-2 screwball is swung on and missed strike three. Marshall makes it look easy, but he gave up a home run on a fastball to Joe Rudy, and unless the Dodgers come up with some ninth-inning magic, he'll be pinned with the defeat. And here is Bert Campaneris. Marshall has struck out three in a row, and he has struck out four of the seven batters. The one guy missed was Rudy. Mike Screwball, a strike to Campaneris. Oh, and one. Bird waiting, he's one for three. Marshall Screwball over again, oh, and two. The Dodgers to repeat in the ninth have Ron Say, Bill Russell, and Steve Yeager. Pinch hitting candidates are Joshua Crawford and Hopkins. Screwball is hit foul outside a third down the line. So Tennis, who is a very good fastball hitter, never saw one, nor does Campanaris. It's one screwball after another. 0-2. Oh On deck, Bill North. Mike checking. Yeager sets a target. And Campanaris backs out. 0-2 oh to Burt. Marshall asking Yeager to go through the signs again. And the strike two pitch. Screwball bunted. It's a beauty. No play. Boy, you could sure sum it up by saying that's the long and the short of it. A bomb by Rudy and an 0-2 bunt single by Campaneris. And remember, Campaneris squeezed in Kenny Holtzman with a two-strike bunt against Messersmith. He caught Ron Say deep, he got another screwball, and he laid it down. And here is Bill Noyes. Hit into a force play, popped up and grounded out. And if the A's win, North will sure sleep better tonight after his error in center field. A bunt is fouled off to the right. One out, bottom of the eighth inning. Oakland three and the Dodgers two. Three runs, six hits for Oakland. And for Campanaris, he is two for four. He has a half a dozen hits in 17 at-bats in the series. So the quiet man with the loud bat takes his lead at first. Marshall set goes over there. Burt back to the bag. Mike has as good a move as any right-hander you'll see. 0-1 to Bill North. I think we mentioned this last night. When he bats right-handed, he drags and pushes. When he bats left-handed, he rarely pushes. He only drags. We'll see if he tries to bunt again. Strike one pitch. He's around to bunt. Takes it on the knuckles. And the count one and one. 
out in the eighth. Three to two, Oakland. Mike Marshall scraping at the dirt in front of the rubber. One thing a relief pitcher has to do, he has to put some dirt into the trench in front of the rubber with a man on base. Otherwise, if he tries to pitch out of the trench, why, his spikes can get caught and he can't throw over to first. The 1-1 pitch on the way. Marshall checking, works the hitter. Fastball, bunted foul to the right of the plate. And the count one and two. Most pitchers naturally want a trench to dig out an area in the front part of the rubber so that you can get your foot down and up against it and push off. But with a speed so like Campanaris, he does just the opposite. He has to fill in that trench. And he's doing it right now. One and two the count to Bill North. Oakland three, Dodgers two, bottom of the eighth, one out. Time call, more paper on the field. And he'll have to clear it off before we can continue. And the delay in the seventh inning will be written about. Now Marshall went out to placate and calm down his young left fielder, who evidently had been bothered by things thrown out of the stands. And then greeted on the first pitch, a home run by Joe Rudy. Throw sends Campanaris back on his hands and knees. One and two. Marshall has not given Campanaris his bet move yet. Not yet. Bird, a veteran runner, takes a pretty good lead. Marshall watching him as he comes out of a stretch. Set at the belt. Checks the runner does not go, and North takes low and inside. Two balls and two strikes to Bill North. Bobby Winkle tells North to get out of there. There's a sign out. So Billy, who was all set to hit, had to back off and look at his third base coach to see what Alvin wants. North again checking. Now gets back in. Campanaris off the bag. We'll see if they have a play in the works now. Marshall checking, still checking. Campanaris a short lead and backing out is Bill North. No pitch. So the count is two and two. North backed out. Time was called as Marshall was releasing the ball. And of course, pitchers talk to themselves about that. They feel it is an unfair advantage for a hitter to be able to back out while they're in the middle of pitching, yet they can't break their delivery with a man on base or it's ruled a balk. And North just backed out just as Mike was ready to pitch. The plate umpire naturally has to consider the possibility of injury to the hitter. So as soon as he starts backing away, the umpire calls timeout. Two and two. Three to two, Oakland. Bottom of the eighth, one out. Campanaris held on by Garvey. Bill North hitting left-handed, waiting. There goes Campy. The 2-2 pitch is low and ties him up, and Yeager drops it. And stealing second base unmolested is Bert Campanaris. For Campanaris, he has not done any running in the series. He's one for two now. It was a breaking ball that tied up North. He took it for ball three. And it was a tough pitch for Yeager to handle since it was down and into the hitter. And Yeager couldn't hold on to it, but there's no way he's going to come up with a hard, low inside breaking ball with a left-hand hitter up and still be able to throw out Campanaris. No way. So three and two to Bill North. One out, Campanaris at second. Three, two, Oakland, bottom of the eighth. Marshall out of a stretch. A backward glance at second. And a 3-2 pitch. Fastball. Hit to straightaway center. 
Wynn goes back, tagging is Campy. Wynn with no arm. Campy's going to go to third. Pretty good throw, but it's still late. So Bill North, it's a fly ball to Jimmy Wynn, and that moves Campanellis to third. So with two out in the eighth inning, Oakland leading the Dodgers 3-2, to two, and Sal Bando the batter. Bando had a scoring fly ball in the first inning, fly to center in the third, and struck out in the sixth. Marshall will pitch out of a stretch, with Campanaris coming down the line. So Bando waiting, Say is up one step or so, instead of very deep at third. Marshall, a sidearm fastball, hit back to the mound. Marshall has it, turns, and throws him out. So for the A's in the eighth, no run, one hit, a runner left at third. And at the end of eight, Oakland three and the Dodgers two. Listen, ordinary batteries are great for flashlights, but not for a camera you use a lot. So come, come to the top. If you work your calculator hard and you need a battery that can work hard too, come to the top of the EverReady line. Come to the EverReady Alkaline Power Cell, our best, longest-lasting power source. No ordinary battery ever made works so hard, so long. Repeat, no ordinary battery ever made works so hard, so long as the EverReady Alkaline Power Cell. Now you can get a $1 refund on specially marked packages of EverReady Alkaline Power Cells. Details at participating EverReady dealers. Come to the top. Come to the EverReady Alkaline Power Cell. Well, to the ninth inning, with Oakland three outs away from their third consecutive world championship. They've won three of the four, and they're leading three to two here in the ninth. Three runs, six hits, one error for Oakland. Two runs, five hits, and one error for the Dodgers. Lindblad, the left-hander, Hunter, the right-hander, throwing in the A's bullpen. And in a moment, Ron Say will be coming up. Say will be followed by Bill Russell, and then we'll see about a Dodger hitter. Whether Yeager will bat or whether they will go to one of the three left-hand hitters available, Joshua, Hopkins, or Crawford. That's the reason why Lindblad is up. So 3-2 Oakland in the ninth inning. Ron Say, single to left, walked and popped up. Raleigh Fingers ready and deals, and he's down and away, ball one, one and oh. The Dodgers ran themselves out of an inning in the eighth, but of course they ran themselves partially why they got into the World Series in the first place. The 1-0 pitch to Ron Say. Overhand fastball, a strike. Outside corner, 1-1. One one. Fingers a marvelous pitcher. Big right-hander. Sidearm over the top either way. Makes life very miserable for right-hand batters. Back with a fastball, and that's hit to right field. Jackson on the ball, to the track, and makes the catch. And almost dropped it, evidently. He lowered his head. I think 
think that ball must have slipped around in the glove, but he held on to it. One away. So that might be Ron Say's last at-bat. And now Willie Crawford will come up and hit for Bill Russell. It is a long year. The only way you can experience a long baseball season is to go through it. And that means from the first day of spring training, day after day and night after night, 4 a.m. arrivals, late flights, coffee in the wee small hours, waiting on bags, unpacking, packing and unpacking again, home stands and road trips, rainy nights at home and on the road, and all that long hot time boils down to this. The Dodgers have two outs left in the World Series. The A's are leading three to two, and Willie Crawford will be the batter. Crawford hit one out in a hurry the other night. He has hit a dozen home runs this year, counting the one he hit, and Alvin Dark said, wait a minute, and he's gone out to talk to Fingers. Raleigh has not been that impressive in the last couple of appearances. The Dodgers have hit the ball pretty hard against him, and he'd be the first to admit that he has gotten away with a couple. Tonight he got away on the 0-2 base hit by Buckner, the error, and then Buckner's daring shot down by Dick Green. Say hits the ball hard and deep to right, but Jackson goes to the warning track to flag it, and with one out, here is Willie Crawford. Crawford's home run came against Fingers in the ninth inning of a game won by Oakland, you guessed it, three to two. Raleigh ready and deals. Fastball away. Ball one. I think more than anything else, Alvin wanted to make sure Fingers knew how to pitch to Crawford. Normally in the National League, they try to get that fastball on top of him. Fingers didn't quite get it in enough the other night, and Willie shot it out of here. The 1-0 pitch on the way. Fastball swung on and missed. One and one. Crawford backs out, arching his back. You come in cold, although on a hot night in Oakland, cold is a euphemism for just not starting in the game. The 1-1 pitch. Fastball on the hands, popped up. Dick Green is calling. Campanaris goes to the bag, and Greeny puts it away. And now the A's are one out away, and the batter will be Vaughn Joshua batting for Steve Yeager. Joshua hitting for Jaeger. Two out in the ninth. It was Joshua who hit against Fingers last night. He hit a fastball up the middle. And Green, as always, was in the right spot to turn in the game-ending double play. Fingers said later he was going to move Green. But Green, a marvelous positioner, and he decided to let him stay, and it was just as well for Fingers. One out away from the championship by the Oakland A's. Fingers deals a comebacker. Fingers has it and throws the first.
because here at the Oakland Coliseum, high up in the heavens, the rockets are going off. Down on the field, thousands of youngsters pouring out of the stands. The ball players battling for their lives to get back into the dressing room, and the A's have done it. They have beaten a young and inexperienced Los Angeles club four games to one. And in four wins, three of the four games decided by the score of three to two. For Oakland, three runs, six hits, one error. And for the Dodgers, two runs, five hits, and one error. We'll have more right after this message. There's a little town in western Pennsylvania called Oil City where they make peace of mind for car owners. Quaker State Motor Oil. They refine it from 100% pure Pennsylvania grade crude oil, the world's choicest. Then they fortify it to protect your engine against heat and rust and dirt and wear. Quaker State. Who says you can't buy peace of mind? Quaker State, your car. You keep it running young. You keep it running young. The messenger boy, Kuhn, has just presented the trophy to Captain Sal Bando. Let's go down to the dressing room. Especially, you know, just one run games every time. We're going to keep it alive in 75. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Commissioner, okay. on behalf of my teammates and Mr. Finley, thank you very much. We hope we're back here next year, and God bless all of you. Thank you. Reggie Jackson's joined the crowd. Reggie, congratulations. Thanks a lot, Tony. <laughs> nice to be a part of it, man. I ain't got nothing to say. That was a pretty good... That was a, oh, you don't want to do that. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said they were going against you, Mr. Commissioner. Right, Commissioner. What do you think of that? Huh? He's a program guy. <laughs> Reggie, that is one heck of a throw you made in right field against Buckner through through Green. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, Tony. Uh, I saw a bit that Billy might get a bad hop. The ball bounced over his glove. And luckily, Greeny was right there with a great arm. And Greeny, all hit, no field, made a great play to Bando. We were out of it. Our Latin American friend, Dagoberto Campaneros, congratulations yeah, for three consecutive. Yes, yeah, I'm so happy for you to win that. For three times in a row. What about a comment, Sal, on this Dodger ball club? You beat them in four to five, but they could turn around next week and they may do the same thing to you. Well, Tony, they're a great ball club. They remind uh, me of the A's in 1972, and I think they're going to be here many years to come, and I wish them the best of luck, and we'll hope to see them next year. Reggie, Tony, the Dodgers have a great, great ball club. I don't think we ever really saw the real Dodger club. I think that the reason we beat them is because of the fact we played with a little more poise, a little more experience. We took advantage of the opportunities, and I feel today, I know they're a great club. I believe we're the best in baseball, but I don't think we really saw the best Dodger club. Reggie, also, pitching is such an important part during a regular season, also during a short series, and your pitching was superb once again. Thanks, Tony. Thanks to me. Let somebody else come here. Okay, Molly, here's Ray Fossey. Okay, here is the Ray Fossey, the catcher for the A's, Ray. We got our microphone. Don't lose your part, huh? Here, I knew it. Got this. Ray Fossey hit 
had a big home run, you had a big World Series, you had a big playoff, Ray. You just made some fantastic throws, and it looked to me like the spirit that Ray Fossey had and the great job you did in the playoffs kind of turned this pub on. Thank you, Monty. It's just a great feeling. Last year was great, but you know, it's even greater to win it the second time. Brought him the third time, and it's just great, and I'd want to do it again next year. Ray, how are the pitchers throwing today? Bite of the first six innings, looks in the press box as if you're throwing a few more breaking balls, but very good. Yes, he was, Monty. He was throwing real good breaking balls. He was throwing the ball hard, but he started losing it. And the lad, the inning that they scored two runs, he lost it a little bit. Tried to get inside, he didn't have a good fastball. Got it, fingers. I don't see how he did it, but he just uh, he just continues to keep on trucking. Every time you turn around, Ray, congratulations. Here's the man in green that really puts color into baseball and in the World Series. Charlie Finley, once more in 74, three in a row. How do you feel right now? Money, I feel beautifully, and each year it just gets better and better. And you know what our theme song, our motto was this year, once more in 74. We've already got it going now for next year. We jive in 75, uh -oh. and I'm so proud of this ball club. They're a great group of athletes and a wonderful bunch of gentlemen. So it's real happy to be here. We want to next year try to make it four in a row. Thank you very Charlie, much. Charlie, I'd like to ask you one question if I could. I'm going to put you on the spot. Will Alvin Dark be back next year? Well, I'll have to talk to Alvin about that. We've been so busy winning the division title and the American League and now the World Championship. So now Alvin and I will have a little time for the first time to sit down and talk and discuss things. He's done a good job, hasn't he? I think he's done an excellent job. He's been a very honest man all season long. He says he yes, talks he, with you. and No question about it. He's a fine gentleman. We've been very happy to have him. Thank, Thank you. you, Charlie. Okay. The words of Charles O. Finley and in the dressing room, Reggie Jackson, the incomparable, the irrepressible, the incorrigible, for champagne over Commissioner Bowie Kuhn, who doesn't like the idea of champagne in the dressing room at all anyway. And then Charles O. Finley refused to say whether or not definitely Alman Dark would be back to manage the world champions next year. We'll be back with more World Series coverage in just one minute. A good shave and a good shave cream go hand in hand. You'll get that good shave with foamy shave cream by Gillette. Foamy has the thick, rich lather that tells you Gillette knows just about everything there is to know about shaving. Rich, creamy foamy keeps your beard moist, makes shaving easy. That's why more men reach for foamy than any other shave cream. When you want a good shave, get the great shave cream. Thick, rich, foamy by Gillette. Enough is enough. America, take your pick. Rickles or Rikard. This country's not big enough for both of us. You know, my act is making people sweat. But how can I make you sweat if you're always using Rikard antiperspirant? Rikard has a super dry anti-stain formula to help keep you dry. I'm trying to get you hot and bothered, and Right Guard helps keep you cool. One of us has got to go. It's up to you. Rickles or Right Guard? You'd rather have Rickles. W wouldn't you? Well, a short score again as the A's win it four games to one. Three runs, six hits, one error. For Los Angeles, two runs, five hits in one error. Loses Mike Marshall. He gave up the home run. And Joe Rudy, the winner, he pitched only a third of an inning as Blue Moon Odom. And the A's have won this World Series, getting only 30 hits in five games. And Vince Scully, the only game the Dodgers won was when the tying run, Herb Washington, was picked off first base in the ninth inning. That seemed very big at the moment. But Billy Buckner ran the Dodgers out of a chance to survive for at least another game in this World Series. I think everybody connected with the series, all of the writers and broadcasters, all of us have to be careful in one respect because you constantly talk about the Dodger mistakes, which, of course, takes some of the luster off the Oakland A's championship. They're the champions, and they've won it. 
the Dodgers made life miserable for themselves. And that one quality that we talked about at the start of the series, the maturity and the experience of the Oakland A's, would that be a factor in this series? And I think indeed it was. It was first in the Dodger mistakes, and secondly, it was in the A's ability to cash them in. And they even cashed in an offensive mistake. And of course, that shows you how it went. There were quite a few Dodger mental errors, throwing errors, fielding errors, errors of commission. And then tonight, when they made one more error, a base running error, well, he still might have made it to third, except for a perfect throw by Dick Green. So again, as we said, all of us have to be careful. We talk about the Dodger mistakes. We talk about how their mistakes lost the World Series. But by no means do we want to take anything away from the champion Oakland A's. They well deserve their win. They well deserve their third championship in a row. And to get back to the biggest single difference, I guess, it would be that the A's came in experienced with three outstanding starting pitchers and an outstanding relief pitcher. The Dodgers came in inexperienced two outstanding starters, one outstanding reliever, and so they were a buck short. And yet, then I'll guarantee you the next time around in whatever sport it is, the young team, even though the experts will say, look out for that experience, look out for that maturity, people will say, has nothing to do with it, good hitting, good running, good throwing, whatever it may be, will out. But if the again, Dodgers, Jim, had won this series, people would have said, you see, they're hungry, they're young, while the A's were fat and complacent. So, you can look at it any way you want. That's right, but maturity does count for a lot, and the Dodgers, as Sal Bando said in the dressing room, remind him of the A's of 1972. And, said Sal Bando, the Dodgers are going to be in a lot more World Series real quick. We'll be back with the final lineup of today's final World Series game in just one minute. Chrysler Corporation's new 12-month unlimited mileage warranty promises that any part we supply on your 1975 Dodge, Plymouth, or Chrysler passenger car, which proves defective in the first full year of normal service, regardless of mileage, will be fixed without charge by your Chrysler Motors Corporation dealer, with the following exceptions. Tires. Uh, that's all the exceptions? That's all. Uh, for how many miles? As many miles as you can drive in one full year. But, um, uh, what's the catch? I mean, what do I, what do I have to do? Just take care of normal maintenance, such as changing filters and wiper blades. Wow. I call that very confident. We call it the clincher. The clincher? Hmm. The clincher. From Chrysler Corporation. It's going to take better care of the people who buy our cars. The crowd continues to mill about on the field. The excitement, of course, has just begun in Oakland for the Dodgers. It's way till next year. And for Ben Scully, our thanks to you for being with us before the NBC microphone. Jimmy, thank you. It was nice working with you. It was a fine series. And now I'm going to go home and shut up until next spring training. And I have a hunch I'll see you right here in the same booth next year with the Dodgers. Our engineer has been John Cameron. Our NBC producer, Hal Ashby. Now this is Jim Simpson for Ben Scully saying goodbye from excited Oakland Coliseum in Oakland, California. This broadcast has been authorized under broadcast rights, granted by the Commissioner of Baseball solely for the entertainment of our listening audience. And any publication, rebroadcast, or other use of the descriptions of the counts of the game without the express consent of the Commissioner of Baseball is prohibited. And the Commissioner of Baseball has the right of approval of the announcers of this event. The fifth and final game of the 1974 World Series has been brought to you by the makers of EverReady Alkaline Power Cell. Come to the top with EverReady's best, longest-lasting power source. By the Gillette Crack 2 Shaving System. It's the closest thing to a perfect shave. 
by your nearby Dodge dealer who invites you to see the change in Charger. It's a whole new car. The Kemper Insurance Company. They're with you for the long ride. And by the makers of Quaker State Motor Oil. Available more places than ever, now that you need it more than ever. The final score in the final and fifth game of the World Series, Oakland 3, Los Angeles 2. This has been an NBC Radio Network sports presentation.